the universe. For centuries, humankind has strived to understand this vast expanse of energy, gas, and dust. In recent years, a stunning breakthrough has been made in our concept of what the universe is for. So I was texting while I was driving, and I ended up taking a wrong turn that took me directly past a vitamin shop. And I was just like, this is totally the universe telling me I should be taking calcium. Oh my God. Right? <gasps> universe. <sighs> Scientists once believed the universe was a chaotic collection of matter. We now know the universe is essentially a force, sending cosmic guidance to white women in their 20s. So you know how I've been fucking my married boss for like six months? Well, I was starting to get really worried he was never going to leave his wife. But then yesterday in yoga, the girl in front of me was wearing a shirt that just said, chill. And I was just like, this is so the universe telling me, girl, just like keep fucking your married boss, right? <laughs> Try to imagine the universe as a giant dream board on which women pin their wishes. I have been looking everywhere mm. for an apricot puggle, mm. and they're like almost impossible to find. I just decided I'm going to just put it out into the universe, and if it was meant to be, it will manifest itself, you know? The universe is totally going to bring you an apricot puggle. Like last year when I left my job to start a mitten company, I put my dream out into the universe by making a mitten Pinterest page. I am dying to buy mittens from you. Yeah, so I haven't started making them yet, but I would love to stay with you until things pick up. The universe, I'm, I'm not thinking, doesn't. How hard could it be to make just one mitten? They don't even have fingers. Did you know that in our galaxy alone, there are over 500 million planets capable of supporting life? And that sometimes the universe creates a coincidence just so a publicist at Aeropostal will have a realization? So I was like totally trying to watch this episode of New Girl, but it was preempted by this news coverage of this terrible cyclone where like everybody died. It was so annoying. Then I just thought, like, this is the universe's way of telling me. You watch New Girl on Hulu anyway. Don't pay for cable. Save your money for in-app purchases. That just makes no fucking sense. I mean, it's just bullshit. Fuck. Oh, my. My, my, my. Bill Nye's on the Comedy Central. I don't think I've ever heard him drop the F-bomb before. No, but that was great. He I love it. He should have done it against Ken Ham. That would have... Yeah. He, he needs to more often. I love I love hearing him drop the F-bomb, man. I, I just like the F-bomb anyway. I want to hear him say pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think now that he's switched his fan base from middle school kids to mostly atheists, it, it probably will shift a little. Yeah. He totally could have used the C word in that one. Ooh, oh, yeah. That's such a good word. That's one oh. of my favorites. It's my favorite word. <laughs> Twat. Twat's second. good. Yeah. Twat's a close second? Mm -hmm. Really? To cunt? Yep. Oh, yeah. Those both sound so British-y to me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they are. They so are, they're, they so are they're proper? They are both very British. Cunt I haven't forgiven them angry. for the independence, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You Just haven't kidding. forgiven them for independence? For, like, for our like, own independence. Like, like, for them losing? <laughs> for or, taxes. Are you still mad uh, about Dude, it was a joke. <laughs> still, I wasn't thought out. Are you still <laughs> mad about the tea? You're supposed to giggle yeah, and let tea. it go. It's all about the tea. <laughs> well, welcome to the Godless Revolution, everybody. I'm Dan Ellis. Hello. Wow. I'm Ryan Duffy. <laughs> hey, you were going to do different animal sounds. 
I was going to. Well, you said you might. I don't know. There we go. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's a horse this week. <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In studio tonight, we're very happy to be joined by uh, Sarah Kramer and Amanda Johnson. Hey, whoa, whoa. A womanda. What? Well, somebody's sexist, dude. Well, did I say womanda? <laughs> no. <laughs> I never considered that oh, my name was sexist I before. Just, I Damn. just got the, you know, <laughs> I've always thought that the perfect, no, it's a really bad joke and I'm not going to even make it. Ah, see, I'll put myself out there. <laughs> I was going to say that I've always thought the perfect uh, trans woman name would be Amanda. Hmm. Amanda. I see why you didn't say Amanda, that. Amanda. Right? D-U-H at the end? Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> definitely see why you didn't say that. <laughs> it's a terrible joke. I apologize Now I feel to like everybody. I have to assure everyone <laughs> that I was born a woman and I'm still a woman. You should send all of your hate mail to godlessrevolution at <laughs> gmail.com. Still waiting or for Or Dan's him. personal account. Yeah, you can send it to me at dellis at atheists.org. I'll be, I'll be happy to explain that no, I'm not always an asshole. I just play one in real life most of the time. <laughs> and I'll forward all my hate mail <laughs> yeah. to Dan from now on. No, yeah. I yeah. Well, yeah, we're very happy to have you guys with us tonight. Welcome. Thank you. Amanda is currently serving as president for Atheists of Utah. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> and Sarah is on the board for Restore Our Humanity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Also, yay. Yay. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> it was very subdued, yay. Hopefully, yeah, I'm just, what? I'm just so excited. It's great. <laughs> Hopefully, soon to be on the board of Atheists of Utah. Yes, you're running for the board I of am. Atheists of Utah. I saw that. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I am too. A, That's a awesome. Great benefit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. How many people are currently running now? We have five right now. Yeah. Um, Sarah, of course. We have Tim Van Zeven, who's our current uh, diversity manager, who's mm-hmm. running again. Uh, we also have Felicia and Twistle, who's a member of Atheists of Utah, and mm-hmm. James Hernandez, and of course myself. Yay! So you're all shoe in so far. Well, pretty much. Five member board. We're, we're waiting for the last minute folks to, when, to say, "Hey, I want to run." When? When are you cut? Are you going to make any kind of cutoff for submissions? The cutoff is June thirteenth. June thirteenth, coming up. And where can people submit their board at atheistsofutah.org. Send an email to that with a little write-up of why they would like to be on the board, why they may think they be a, they would be a good fit, what they um, would like to do, change some ideas. A little bit of background on... Their platform of, my name is so-and-so, and this is a little bit about me, and these are some of my ideas, and why I want to run, and that kind of sting. Exactly. That kind of sting. That kind of, that kind <laughs> of stuff, sting. Thing. Also, that's not stink. a live tweet. Bored at Atheist of Utah. <laughs> 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 Board B O A R D at Atheists of Utah. Right. I don't know how anyone could be bored in the group with how much we have going on. <laughs> yeah. Tons and tons of stuff. You guys have things going all the time. I mean, you have what, three coffee chats now per week? Three coffee chats, two on Sunday, one on Thursday. Should be Atheists of Salt Lake, though, really, right? We would like to include Utah County. We're they won't just, do it. They won't. They won't do it. It's their fault. I'm telling you. I've tried. I, 
I know. Seems that's like there what are I members said. though from Utah County. There are, and we have been. Well, getting... I, I'm one. Oh, I didn't know you were from Utah County. Yep. Yeah. Oh, me shit. and me and my sister are two members from Utah County, but mm-hmm. we've yeah. been getting more and more requests for things going on down in Utah County. So. Um, we have one person who's expressed interest in heading that up, so we're really, really going to try to get that person going. But oh. And, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> close to Utah County. We'll see. Are you close to Utah? Well, you're, you're in West Jordan, right? South Jordan. South Jordan. South Jordan, okay. One of the Jordans. Well, mm-hmm. and wh- whomever it is of which you speak, you can refer to me also, and we can try to get something happening down there, but it's tough. Have you tried? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you had one event down there. You did the I had a couple uh, of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, do we do we do two barbecues down there? Well, you didn't. You did one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. It was great. The turnout was good. But <laughs> we should, I, I we did should a, do I that did again. A, I did a couple of other things after that. Yeah. You know, coffees, chats, and stuff like that. But people don't want to be seen in public where their bishop might come in. You know, mm. it's, I've been there. Yeah. It's scary. It's kind of the Lubbock of Utah. So the Lubbock. Like Texas, yeah, Texas, where there's all the flooding, right now, yeah. Did you? That, that yeah, was not the connection I was trying to make. But did you happen to see my tweet about that earlier today? I, I see no tweets ever. I thought, oh, that's right. You're you're, I'm, not, I'm, you're not on the interwebs very often. That's what they get for banning the gay marriage. A series of tubes is not not your not in your wheelhouse a whole lot. Did you tweet something about the fact that Texas would like to secede from the rest of the United States, but once they have a natural disaster, they want all the help and the government they can get? <laughs> Never mind. Didn't, didn't Rick Perry say during the during his campaign last time that FEMA was one of the organizations he wanted to close down? Yeah. And now I think he's, that, that may have been the one he couldn't think of. No, he couldn't. Th- <laughs> he couldn't think of the Department of Education. He oh, listed, yeah, he listed the, he, he listed the IR, I think it was, I think that he listed the IRS, FEMA, and then he couldn't think of well, Department def- of Education. No, it was well, EPA. Sounds like Jason Chavitz. EPA? No, 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 same no offense to our Texas listeners, but I don't think you have a board of education down there. They, well, they do. <laughs> they, they do. do. <laughs> it's Christian education. <laughs> yeah. It's called the 4-H club. <laughs> 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 well, so my tweets last night, Tracy and I were talking and... I don't even remember what got us on the subject, but we were, we switched gears and started talking about the flooding in Texas. And it may have been, I just had some relatives who were in town from, they, they live in Texas and were in town visiting, uh, for death of another distant family member. Anyway, um, we were talking about the flooding in Texas and I said, well, you know, I blame this all on Rick Perry because he held all of those prayer rallies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right, where yes. they were going through the awful drought. Yeah, they were. They they had all of these big prayer rallies, praying for rain, and like like many other things, it just didn't happen right then. You know, sometimes God says yes. Sometimes yeah, it's on he God's says timeline. Sometimes he says no, and wow. sometimes he says maybe later. Sometimes mm-hmm. he just screams his own name, and you yeah. fucking flood like so, nothing. Else. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so then I, I was thinking nice. about it more today, and I thought, you know. God didn't have time to address everybody's prayers there at the prayer rally because he's spent so much time lately protecting rapist priests oh, yeah. and Josh yeah. Duggar. So <laughs> he's been working on a backlog of prayer requests like please don't please don't let him find me out. Please don't let them send me to jail. Yeah. So he's finally just catching up on yeah. his backlog and saw, you know, tens of thousands of prayers for rain in Texas and was I like, mean, "Oh, fuck it, I better get on that." That's sort of that's sort of 
undercuts the whole omnipotence idea, though. Well, if he's got to do things linear, it did linear, take him six linear, days linear, to make the Earth. So yeah. that's yeah. true. That's true. I guess. Yeah. I mean that, and that was just him thinking of shit to do. Right? You, he didn't have tens of thousands of people and in Texas praying do, for rain. So he didn't even do that in the right order. True. I know he couldn't right. even get that shit straight. I mean, he's got shit growing with no sun. And well, I saw that there's been a link going around from the 700 Club with uh. Fuckface saying some shit about Texas. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, forgot that old man's Pat name. Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson. Oh, it's uh, my favorite. It, it looked like a He's po- got to have some relation to, relation to Phil Robertson. Oh, I don't know. Uh, has to. <laughs> has to be. But his comments in there, on the article that claimed for what he said, it looked like so much of a fake article that I don't know if... Robertson actually said it or not because I could see him saying it. I wouldn't it, where, doubt it at all. I wouldn't doubt where it. Where he's all. basically saying that he goes, I know there's some way to trace this back to the gays. I just don't know how. But I'll figure <laughs> it out. Article. I know. I looked like, at it and I was like, is this the onion? Yeah. I'm like, it's this, not the this onion. looks God damn it. <laughs> so horrible. It should be fake, but he says such horrible shit. It could be fucking he's real. figured out because it happened in Texas. In Texas, where, where they're like, God damn. vehemently against the homosexuals and like, well, there's, there's got to be a way to blame it on the gays, so yeah. how is... I'll figure it out, but the shit that falls out of his mouth hole. Yeah. Him and Louis Gohmert. Oh, God, yeah. Like, they've got to be the two stupidest grandpa's fucking news sources. <laughs> well, my favorite comment is when he said single parents, or single mothers specifically. Yeah. Cause their child, their male children, to be, be gay. gay. <clears throat> Which because they can't learn them to be men, right? And you have how many gay children? I have three boys, and when they were young, I was like, "You guys decide amongst yourself." Because statistically, one of you guys has to be gay. I don't care who it is. <laughs> you have to. But go to the corner. There's the Thunderdome. Then three goddamn straight kids is what I ended up with. So I'm so sorry. I know it sucks. Ah. <sighs> You and st- seventeen children are I'm just gonna. On di- him. They're gonna disappoint you. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, my daughter just graduated high school this week. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, way to go, Dan. The youngest now out of high school. And are all your kids straight? Doesn't it suck? <laughs> it's it's my cross to bear. It is our cross to bear. <laughs> you know. <what? laughs> There, there is a bright side to all this, though. Like I have, I have a fourteen-year-old son who's as broy as they are as they come now. Um, football, baseball, basketball, just to stay in shape, all that kind of stuff. And he still is way more sympathetic to equal rights for everybody than the bros I went to school with ever were. Mm-hmm. So that's good parenting, right there. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, I, I. I I think I think the generations that are coming up are seeing it more clearly. I, I think that's just the case. I think across the board, there's more sympathy for. Well, and there's more conversation. The I'm, I guarantee you, absolutely. you had conversations with him your parents oh, yeah. never had with you. Yes, absolutely, that's true. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's all it takes. Well, maybe so, maybe so. But I, I, I just think across the board, though, school wide, I think I think the views are are better they're softer they're more accepting than they were when i was in school certainly well it's not the stigma it used to be i remember when i was in high school there was one boy who was out and he just had a hellish existence in high school whereas now it's more of an accepted thing and people can come out and it's not such a big deal then you know it's not such a yeah blight on your high school years if you come out as gay Mm -hmm. right right yeah well school's hard enough anyway 
Yeah. And, you know, my, both of my children are very, uh, friendly to the LGBT community. Um, you know, my daughter ran the, the gay straight alliance at her high school. And that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty cool. Those didn't exist <laughs> when I was in high school. No. You know what I found out through talking to her, uh, fairly recently was that apparently there's a law here in Utah that for any after school club that discusses human sexuality, parents have to give a waiver or consent form, which really kind of, in, in my mind, it was created as a way to try to stop GSAs because what other after school group can you think of? That has anything to do with human sexuality at all. The French club? (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not the chess club. (laughs) The physics club, right? (laughs) But, you know, and so it makes it really hard and and it kind of defeats a lot of the purpose for a GSA club for students who know that their own parents would ostracize Mm -hmm. them and would disown them and treat them like shit. That they have to, you know, in order to go to a group to try to get support. And the support and help that they need, you have to come out. They have to tell their parents, who, you know, in a lot of cases, that would be a really fucking horrible thing to do. And so then they're left without support, or try to, you know, try to have to have to try to find ways to skirt around that to, in order to get a permission slip submitted. Right to say it's not that I'm gay. I just support these people. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a gay straight alliance. Don't yeah. want to outright be gay, but yeah. And this was this was for her senior project thing that I got stuck at work. I I I, I don't remember. Well, that's because yeah, anyway. So <laughs> I don't remember the whole student project thing, but anyway, or the senior project thing. But apparently nowadays, and maybe for a while, I don't know. Uh, as a senior, you have to do kind of a thesis and. You know, it can be on whatever your passion is or what you're interested in learning or going into as a career or whatever. Um, you just have to give a little presentation about something, right? So, uh, she was doing her presentation on the GSA. And so I was really excited to go and see it and got stuck at work late and oh, tried no. to get up there as soon as I could. And then there was an accident on the freeway oh. up there and, and I walked in. Apparently, just as she had finished her speech and sat down, so I didn't get to actually listen to her speech, which I was totally bummed about. But um, so then I took her out to dinner afterward, and I don't know anywhere I take her, there's people running up to her, Lydia, Lydia, hi, Lydia, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm so happy to see you. You're so awesome. You're so cool. (laughs) And so we walk into this pizza place, and there's a bunch of kids from her school in there, and they were all like, oh, hi, hi, hi. And there was a trans boy in there and, you know, sat down and was having dinner with with my daughter, and this trans boy came over, and just some of the stories that he was relating, I was like, oh, shit, you know, how Mm -hmm. that just fucking sucks, like talking about... um you know, in their yearbook that they, at at school, they go by, they use a male name Mm -hmm. and they're not out to their parents. And so at home, they they still use their, their birth name and, you know, that it was so difficult for him 
whenever his parents would come to school that he was always so oh, terrified man. that <laughs> that other friends or students would come up and and try to talk to him and he he said that in one case somebody came up and and used his his male name and his mom was just like did they just call you <laughs> whatever name this was and his oh yeah I, no I, maybe they were confused or whatever misspoke or maybe you heard them different and you know and then having to hide their yearbook from their parents because at school they they go by the male name and you know people saying hey you know you're that this yeah. this person's name love you miss I'll miss you during the summer we'll have to stay in touch you know all of that happy crap that you put in somebody's yearbook and having to hide that from their parents to not be found out I think there's a small bit of inspiration in that though just I mean going back to kind of what I was saying earlier but that the the peers at school are just totally fine with whatever Sounds like the school is too. Yeah, and, and this the is school, right? Yeah, and this isn't your run of the mill typical Utah high school. This is the it's a charter school. It's the Northern Utah Academy for Math, Engineering, and Science. So it's a Smart bunch of kids. nerds, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but they're they're very. I mean, yeah, they're they're. It's it's a much more open and welcoming environment than I think you'd find in a lot of other typical high schools. Um, you mean public high schools? Yeah, but I still think it's an indication of how younger people are. Treating the diversification versus absolutely, the, the older yeah, it's it's definitely trending much more progressive, yeah, much more accepting, for sure. I mean, I can remember when I was in high school, some of the awful things that I feel bad that I didn't stop at the time, you know. But it was just, yeah, we all have regrets. Yeah, is the thing. Yeah, we all mature. Mm-hmm. Well, most well, of, most of us mature. Some of, some of us. <laughs> Some of us do. Pat Robertson is still in middle school trying to be a bully. Yeah, in 1912. <laughs> <laughs> Did he graduate before the 1800s had ended? That I, dude's fucking old. Yeah, he's old. I think he survived the War of 1812. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just push it back a century at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think he was born during the uh, uh, our fight for independence and... His brother was on the boat that dropped the tea off. Well said. Yeah. Beautifully said. That dropped the tea off. Hey, guys, we're here with your tea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's probably wrong. I think you just killed the conversation. (laughs) Yeah, that was a strange lull we don't usually have. (laughs) Sometimes my trains of thoughts go. I think everyone was nowhere. like, "What happened in 1612?" <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can come up with anything. Tell us more, historian Ryan. <laughs> I don't know. 1612. He was a pilgrim. He was a. Was that in 1612? Oh, they came over in uh, four. 1492? Four, yeah, 1400s. Well, those they were, came those over. pilgrims, but... Well, well, it was Christopher Columbus, and the pilgrims followed after her, and... But the pilgrims were still 1600, mm-hmm. right? The Mayflower? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So, so fuck you, Matt. Fucking <laughs> 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 Totally worthwhile. It's okay. There's going to be something that we talk about at some point tonight that Matt's going to be clueless about. Oh, that happens every show. <laughs> I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. This is why I bring my own paper things. Uh, so much drama on the webs. So what what do we got for our subjects tonight? I know we got well, some things to discuss. I'm fully expecting that this is your life experience, so go. 
Uh, wait, what? <laughs> Ryan, we have your family members out in the hallway. Would you like us to bring them in? <laughs> yeah, they are. I, I, I wanted to go see them in Denver last week, but I couldn't get off of work. <laughs> Were they in Denver last week? Uh, they're just outside of Denver. My cousin, she just graduated from a nursing school, so she actually just got a job back in Wisconsin. Oh. So she had a job waiting for it before she even graduated the nursing school. Wow. That's awesome. So, so I think it's her third time going through college. Oh, yeah. So I know nurses are in very high demand. Yeah. Well, she was doing originally, she went to school in Savannah, Georgia, and she was doing like archi- like studying old architecture and that kind of stuff and was doing a lot of art things. But I guess <laughs> it wasn't. Did it wasn't you say pain. architecture? Yeah, architecture. <laughs> You got you to pronounce all them consonants. <laughs> I see. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what Lydia plans to do now. I know she was talking about going to just the community college to get her generals out of the way while she tries to figure out what she wants to do as a profession. That's smart. Yeah. And Gray's still at the U studying physics. I think he recently changed his degree from uh, uh, physics to math. Okay. Hmm. I was hoping you're going to say teaching Matt how speed of light works. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to do that. That's That's mean. That was biting. (laughs) That's all right. I'll be prepared next week. (laughs) You're mean. Uh, No, so we wanted to talk to you guys. Or gals, ladies, female. He already fucked it up. Yeah, keep going. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we wanted to talk about things going on in Atheist of Utah. We have the Pride Parade coming up. uh, Not this weekend, but next. The Pride Parade and Festival. Yeah. Yes. It's it's a very long festival. It runs, what, Thursday through Sunday? Friday through Sunday. Well, That's Thursday, the only part we're involved in. Thursday is for the Thursday. There's something going on. Um, I think Thursday they do like the. It used to be the trans walk or the trans march, and now it's now it's much more involved. I think I can't remember what it is. Thursday night, Friday night is opening ceremony, and then the actual festival starts on Saturday. Saturday at three, mm-hmm. and then the parade is on Sunday. Sunday at ten. Very nice. And atheists <laughs> of Utah will have a a large contingent of people marching in the parade. With lots of signs, and I'll be driving the Godless Mobile, which is always fun for me. Yep. The one time a year it gets on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not taking the truck. Oh, you're not taking the truck? I decided, oh. you know, the truck, while handy, is really not, like, the best representation of, of, <laughs> of a group. Like, you know, it's a 1980 motherfucking six piece of shit that runs okay for being... You got to you got to get it thirty painted. years old, but I don't I don't think any paint would adhere to it. Like the rust would, like it might stick for Go. a little bit, and then you'd hit it, you'd close just, the door, and the paint would all fall off. Just mako it, <laughs> dude. They, I remember hearing stories about like you have to tape up your own car because oh, yeah. otherwise they'll paint your tires yeah. and your windshield. They they don't use tape. I've heard they use a grease. A grease? So, like, your windshield and stuff, where they, you don't want to get paint on it, uh-huh. they'll smear a grease onto it so that when they paint it, the paint doesn't want to stick to the grease. It just kind of globulates on the grease, so that way what's underneath it doesn't get paint on it, and they just wipe it away. Uh-huh. But if you don't grease something well enough, you're going to get still get speckled paint everywhere you didn't grease something up. Yeah. 
It's just easier to grease a window or grease your mirrors, other tires, than it is actually throw tape and paper on it. Take the time to do that. Yeah, that the the truck is just very. It it's good for the occasional, you know, one or two camping trips a year, a few trips to the dump per year, taking stuff to whatever charity, hauling things from one place to another every now and then. But that's basically it. Like, I I only I think I put. Like 400 miles on it last year. <laughs> and it, that's only because you moved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't really go very many places at all it, because it's ugly and it, uh, it's a piece of shit. Like sweet. So <laughs> we just did a little, we just did a little car talk segment again while you, no, I'll be, I'll be driving my car. Um, and, and just so everyone knows. Um, for atheists of Utah, if you're going to march with us, we start lining up at 9 a.m. Um, we're, we're between where the parade starts and, uh, 4th South. So the parade's on 2nd South. So you would enter 4th South on 4th East and you'll find us. We are, I think it was 108, red 108. Nice. Cool. Is Mormon's building bridges way, way ahead of us again? Sheer. Um I heard they were excluded. No, that's no. That's years. Days of 47. Oh, that's right. Oh. And the Freedom Festival. But uh, they were not in our red area, so I would imagine that they probably are ahead. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. Isn't it, though? <laughs> I'm not a fan of Mormons burning building bridges. Nor I always I. call them burning t- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good joke, Dan. <laughs> it was it was kind of original one time. Um, no, yeah, I'm I'm not a very big fan of them at all. Uh, I I understand and appreciate that they, you know, fulfill a need, um, which is what for exactly? some people. Yeah. I think uh, a desire or a want, maybe, but a need. I th- I think. I think that there are a lot of people that that you know f- use that as kind of a transition or a stepping stone completely out of the LDS church which I'm super fucking happy for. I don't like the way that they treat like Mormons Mormons building bridges is ran by a gay man even and who wants to be still a practicing member of the LDS church and will not allow people associated with Mormons building bridges, or at least not, you know, make it seem that they're speaking as a member of Mormons building bridges. I still have a hard time, like, actually saying building versus burning. Um, He doesn't want to make it seem that anybody who is associated with the group would be questioning LDS church leaders or advocating for actual change within the church. But my question is, well, it was until I had an epiphany. Like three seconds ago. <laughs> what are they building a bridge to? It's this room, man. You sit down here and you think. And I know. You just it fucking pops in your head. So that was the big joke, right? They're, they're building a bridge to nowhere. Kind of like Sarah Palin. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're now, based upon what you said, they're kind of building a bridge out of Mormonism for a lot of people. Yeah. Here's my problem, though. And nobody... Nobody may share this view, and that's fine, but there's an awful lot of groups out there that are, you know, bridges or gray areas or fuzzy little communities or whatever, 
that facilitate leaving a nasty group. But the problem is you have a whole shit ton of groups that set up camp on the middle of the fucking bridge and they stay there for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. And I fucking hate that. You can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. But but they want to. You can't. They want to. And this this is what I was talking about last week with the Disney atheism. You know, people, oh, you're too harsh. You're too. No, fuck you. Nobody's ever changed their mind because somebody's agreed with them. Yeah. They're they're more like the trolls under the bridge. Right. Thou shalt not pass. Well, no, <laughs> because no, be I disagree again, because at least that person's taking a position. No, I'm, I'm, saying I'm talking that about the, the ones that uh, the accommodationists, the ones that are the, you know, the Mormons building bridges are people who aren't really living up to the Mormon doctrine. And they're also not, they're also not in the gay community. They're not in the atheist community. They're, they're, they're trying to stay in this fuzzy gray area and it drives me fucking crazy. It's doing the hokey fucking pokey with yeah. being in the church and not that's, being in the church. That's what I don't like. Being supportive while not being fully supportive. And yeah. Well, it's being a faithful member, but continuing to support financially support a homophobic organization. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. While, while you on your face, tithing. you're saying that you love everybody Absolutely. equally, but, but yep. They'll yeah. meet you in the middle of that bridge and then slap your ass down. That's that's what I'm saying. That's exactly. <laughs> Tell you point, to turn yeah. the fuck around, go back the other way. So so I do have people in my camp on this. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've had some personal experience with them, and <clears throat> Restore might not appreciate me saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So we tried to include them in some of the things that we've been doing lately, and the one time that we named. Mormons building bridges as a member of our coalition or cooperating in something that we've been doing, they literally shit down their leg that we use their name. Really? Yeah. Uh, Even though there was a representative from the organization at our meeting was fully participating, uh-huh. the fact that we said their name as Restore Humanity, there you go. They lost their shit. There, we, there it is. Yep. Re- demanded a retract in the newspaper. Wow. Yep. That's fucking horseshit. Fuck those guys. That. <clears throat> It makes me so fucking mad. I mean, they're it, it's yeah, it's that Disneyland fucking way of looking at things. That it, oh, if we're just nice and fluffy to people, <laughs> they'll eventually come around. And well, and I don't think that you have to be scathing to to make a, a difference, right? But you have to own your own opinion, mm-hmm. own your point of view, and be yeah. willing to talk about it. With some exceptions, like I listened to the podcast last week where Joey Lee Kirkman talked about how um, he didn't mean to say that people who wouldn't say their real name in public were not activists because they are. Mm-hmm. They have certain reasons not to do that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I feel like people who consider themselves to be agnostic, I I think that I would personally prefer that they come out and just say that they're atheist because that's really what it means but they're leaning towards this wishy-washy term Mm -hmm. not necessarily because they're not atheist but because the word has such bad connotations and they would got baggage yeah they would rather not confront that yeah and i i mean that's acceptable to a point but how long how long do you allow someone to go on and say oh well, I'm just an agnostic. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to not call myself well, an atheist because I was ignorant to the issue. That's what I was going to say. A- a- agnostics are just intellectual ig- I- they're intellectual misunderstandings. That's yeah. what it is. They, well, they I, know, I never even called myself. I just said I'm not religious. I'm just not a religious right. person. Yeah. Right. But I'm not an atheist because there's something bad, right? I went the whole <laughs> gamut from I'm not religious to I'm agnostic to I'm atheist. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I, I guess my take on it, you know, and I, I don't expect everybody to be this way. And I think you made some great points about that um, as far as anonymous activists and so forth. But uh, no, nobody, well, uh, very few people actually respect the opinion of a flip flopper, gray area, wishy washy, whatever, right? They want somebody who's confident in what they think that's going to, even, even if they say stupid shit confidently. Exactly. People will yeah. buy it. Well, and then we'll buy that. It's but- constantly contradicting yourself, constantly, which is what Mormons building bridges are doing. Yep, uh-huh. constantly. Yeah, and that's what agnostics, quote agnostics, are doing as well. Well, and it's and it's if you don't take a stand and make your actual views known, then then what then what good is are are your opinions? Yeah, I mean, exactly. you're not. That, they, uh, there's exactly. people don't really have anything to know what you actually believe, you know, or or how you really feel about something. If if it's this wishy washy back and forth bullshit, then I'd rather not waste my time with you. You know what I mean? Like I can well, talk I th- to you and, and try to get you to understand why I think that's a very weak thing to do. But well, I think more to the point, you're not challenging anybody's firmly held beliefs if you're just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> well, I, I, I know. I felt that way, too. I mean, yeah, was, I really was there did. an equivalent organization, Mormons Building Bridges to Black People back in the 70s? Right. <laughs> Would you have laughed at right. that organization? Right. You know, you're yeah, not good enough to be members of our church or hold the priesthood, but here's a, you know, here's an olive branch. I mean, that's such bullshit. Right. Is yeah. there Sunnis for Jews? <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> Well, I think agnosticism for a lot of people is is a position of ignorance. They right. they don't really know, and it takes someone actually explaining to them what the difference between agnosticism and atheism is. Mm-hmm. Well, an agno- yeah, 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 and I, I it's mean, like I, a level one atheist. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just haven't. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't know, I maybe can... kindergarten atheist. Yeah, <laughs> well, I've, I've yeah. dealt with that in the last two years. That was coming out and. I mean, I've always thought and believed the way I've believed, not always, for the last 12 years, but to come out and just be like, this is it. This is me. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is who I am on Facebook, at work, with my kids, with my family, in public. That's the hard step to take. Yeah, it is. And it's only been recently that I've been able to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a a really difficult step to take for a lot of people, but... And and I think that's kind of a separate thing. I I think you know I yeah, understand I that so that's. Too. I think I, I think it is a, a really difficult thing for a lot of people to, you know, to have to work through those issues and and kind of ease themselves into feeling more comfortable in their own skin and and you know letting other people know who they really are, which is kind of sad in a way, right? That you have to hide who you really are from the people who should love you more. Shit, who should love you more than anybody else? Yeah, right? I would I would want to rephrase that from being comfortable in your own skin to actually understanding the reaction that religious people are going to react they're going to have as a knee jerk reaction to mm-hmm. who you are. Yeah. It, it you know, I mean I, mean, I guess that's the same the same thing ultimately, but I would phrase it that way because it's not your fault. Right. That, you know, mm-hmm. it's their fault that that they've adopted these these bigot bigoted ideas and yeah. and and they and you know that they're going to be or they could be yeah nasty and you can and you can't control anybody else's reaction i mean they're going to they're going to react however they're going to react you're not responsible for anybody else's feelings or or emotions you're only responsible for your own it's just that fear of of the what if and and what might happen and the possible repercussions that have so many people choosing to live for so long in the closet and be afraid to come out and but i think that's that's a separate thing from you know actually being out and saying, no, I'm not religious and I am agnostic and, you know, I don't believe in whatever church and everything. And, and I, you know, 
don't really believe that there's a God, but I'm not an atheist. Right. Well, really you are. I mean, yeah. either you have an active belief in a God or you don't. There's mm-hmm. not, I mean, yeah, there's no place for a middle ground there. It is, it is really a binary thing. There's, there's really nobody who's right there on the fence saying, geez, you know, I really don't know. There might be and there might not be. And I, and I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot of research or thinking to make, to make up your mind on one, you know, one way or the other. It's, if you're, if you're really that fucking stuck right in the middle, then you haven't done any great deal. You haven't put any, a great deal of thought into it. You know, you, you haven't taken the time to think about what you actually fucking think. It's lazy. It's lazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to revise one thing quickly. When I'm talking about Disney atheism, I'm not talking about every person. I'm talking about people that are out. Everybody knows it. They've got shows. They're popular and they're still trying to play this accommodationist role. That's what I don't like. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Pocahontas. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I don't, <laughs> I, and I guess, and and I'm still fine with them doing that. It's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm totally fine with them doing it. It's when they do that and then point at other people who they think are too strident or too loud yep. or, right, fair enough, yeah. or that, you know, you're being mean and you yeah. shouldn't be that way. Stop being such an asshole. Yeah. That's what I'm, yeah. that's, that's Fuck more, you. Yeah. Don't tell me how to act. I'm me, you're you, mm-hmm. and it takes all different kinds. That's fine and good, whatever. But don't, you're, you're telling me I'm an asshole, but you're being an asshole in telling me that I'm an asshole. You're telling me the how I should act. Fuck you. I'll act how I well, want to act. It's really funny how they'll call outspoken atheists assholes, but they're not calling the ev- evangelicals assholes. Right. Yes. And this. Yes. Fuck yeah. that drives me nuts. Yeah. That's what drives me nuts more than anything is that they'll fucking get on an atheist's ass before anybody else. They won't they won't go public and say, "Oh yeah, Pat Robertson is a fucking stupid asshole." They'll point at an atheist who mm-hmm. is saying that Pat Robertson is a stupid fucking asshole and tell them not to do that. Or, or makes me so fucking mad. Or they'll say, Dan, how are you any better than the? How are, <laughs> yeah. How well, are you better than what? The the evangelical types. Oh. How are you any better than the evangelical Christians right now? You're just being. You're being just as mean. Yeah. Well, from the way I understand it, right now we have the atheists and the humanists and the secularists waging an almighty war against them Christians. Did you mention the feminists? And the feminists, yes. They are all out there in force (laughs) taking away them God-given rights this country by the First Amendment. Did you say the homosexuals as well? It's well, homo. It's homosexuals. Uh, homosexuals <laughs> have taken over the Irelands already, and they're coming to America to take over this country. Is that a segue? And they're Is trying that a segue? to. They're not really. I just really <laughs> oh, wanted okay. to talk in a southern accent about <laughs> about atheists trying to take over this country and fucking get rid of it and change it. You know, there was one interesting reaction that I've I've noticed in the last few months where I've been pretty open about being an atheist is people that I've known family members, coworkers that I've known for years and years and years feel like I've been, they've been duped. Like I've been lying to them, you know, well, you're an atheist. You're such a nice person. Oh, yes. You're such a hard worker. Yeah, they're and confused. Yeah. It like, yeah, like I've been trying to dupe them this whole right, time. Right. Or, or, or as if religious people behave better at all. Exactly. And that, and that, that's, and that's a good reason. Like you, you're so nice. How could you be an atheist? You have morals. But you're so good at your job. Right. How could you be an atheist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like before we did the podcast, uh, is people getting confused between an atheist and a nihilist. 
People are like, well, you're an atheist. You don't believe in anything. You're just, well, you just sit around and mope and, and you don't do anything. You don't think there's anything good to contribute to society. Exactly. You're a nihilist. You don't. Stop telling me what I fucking think, asshole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I think the definition of an asshole is telling you, cataloging all the reasons you're going to hell. Uh, yeah, that makes yeah. me laugh. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're going sure. to hell. Like, as if you know... You know, what's on right. God's mind? And, if and God is, even existed, what the fuck are you right. talking about? And you're about? on Santa's naughty list. Yeah. And yeah. if they, as Who if they know cares? everything that you do, too, <laughs> right. on top of that, right? Well, and, is, and as if making this threat to you as an atheist who doesn't believe in hell is going to terrify you yeah, for yeah, some yeah, reason. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. no, the boogeyman's going to come and get me. <laughs> yeah. Well, for, and for, to be fair, for some people, it doesn't matter what you do or you don't. The, the, the only saving feature is belief. Mm-hmm. So... And belief in their, in their church in particular. Yeah, you the, have the you have one to fall on in the line with, with their with all of the, yeah with all of their beliefs at their one little church in particular. Mm. Everybody else is wrong. It's stupid. I mean, why do they believe that? Yeah, <laughs> really. Those Scientologists hey. are so weird. Yeah, Can you yeah, believe yeah. what they believe? Yeah, yeah. Oh my, <laughs> Mormons saying that makes fucking me fucking Satan's. <laughs> 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 Things coming from outer space and fucking I don't get it. It always yeah. it always cracks me up when I hear Mormons talk about how crazy Scientologists yeah. are, and I'm so, like, yeah. you know, your religion really isn't that far off from Scientology. You have heard of Kolob, haven't like you? you? Still believe that? <laughs> yeah, let's that, talk about the endowment ceremony. <laughs> you still yeah. believe your God lives on another planet or star called Kolob? Either well, lives near on or Kolob. near, yeah, yeah uh, a star or planet named Kolob, and like physically traveled to earth and had sex with Mary and has all of these spirit wives out in space fucking somewhere. Well, according to them, we talk about that though. Heavenly mother is off, off, is off limits. According to them, we're all, we're all aliens. Because there's all these little babies sitting up on them stars, waiting to come down to their but they're just nice spirit, families. They're just spirit babies. They're just spirit though. babies, but they need to they need to have their their real mommy and daddy on Earth to get fucking so the spirit babies can come off that star. You know, I just thought about that because LDS doctrine is that God is of flesh and bone, mm-hmm. and. So he had physical sex with Mary. Mm-hmm. Presumably, then he's having physical sex with heavenly mothers with his bone, and this <laughs> physical sex somehow produces spirit babies. babies. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the name of like when you jack off in the shower or something. <laughs> spirit babies. Spirit babies. I don't know. I think it's, I've heard a. Onan spirit babies. I just made that up. I had some guy at work called yeah. it something else. Okay, I want to put this out to the universe. Oh. <laughs> I think that one of your podcasts should be like a sock puppet reenactment of the endowment ceremony. I, I had I told Matt right? the idea to do a sock puppet thing yes. and, uh, and videotape the sock puppets talking to doing conversations. Like you can have the green haired sock at. puppet touching the boobs of the young haired sock like, puppet. Boop, 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 yep. boop. I bless you. <laughs> la, 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 la. Yeah. Here's See, some oil for your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to use your real voice, man. <laughs> Hell, I will dress up in, in some drag and do that one if someone of you guys want to be the, the priest. I seriously think I can recite the endowment ceremony from memory. I went to the temple that many times. Wow. Every Friday for about four years straight. So what led you out of the church? My ex-husband kind of... It wasn't the Jameson? Oh, that came much later. <laughs> when I was at BYU... um, I got, yeah, I was married. I was, I just had my second child and 
out of the blue, according to me, which uh, it's it wasn't out of the blue in retrospect, but my husband, we sat down for family home evening one night and he just said, this is bullshit. I don't believe this. I never have believed this. I just can't do this. I'm done. I'm yeah. leaving the church. And I was wow. just shocked. And I played the martyr and called his parents and cried and oh, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be together. And, and then I, in tears, I went to the temple every Friday with his parents and inv- sincerely invited him to come every week. And of course he didn't. And honestly, I mean, we didn't end up staying married, but I really respect him. That must have been really difficult because his yeah, parents right. are staunch, staunch Mormons to this day, as are all of his siblings. And, uh, he st- he stood he stood by his guard on that, and we ended up moving out of state when I graduated from the Y and took a job in Charleston, South Carolina, which I think is probably the state with the fewest Mormons. So we had no contact or yeah. exposure to the church at all. We had no missionaries coming to visit us. It was like hard to describe after living in Utah for so long, yeah. well, just being completely out of that environment. Growing up in Wisconsin, I knew one Mormon. Yeah. And I didn't meet him till high school. We call him the Storm and Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I got a job teaching at a Baptist school, and that was interesting. In were its own were you Baptist, or you no. just this was okay? No, but that it, I kind of saw Mormonism through other people's eyes, mm-hmm. and how fucking crazy it really is. <laughs> yeah. And I, they told me by no stretch of the imagination was I to mention I was a Mormon that I was anything about Mormonism at all. I was strictly forbidden and, uh, it didn't take but a year and I was, I was done. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Wow. I'm always, yeah, I'm always interested in people's deconversion stories, but I always had doubts. And when I would, I would talk to my mom about stuff like that. And she, you know, doubt, don't, don't doubt your faith. Doubt, doubt your doubt. That's what she would always say. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that written at Danielle's mom's house. Doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith. Mm-hmm. I should do more of those videos this summer. Yeah, there's probably more people in the group that might be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. The deconversion stories on. I really like hearing YouTube's. Those. That I, I'm not entirely sure why. I just think they're very interesting. Yeah, it was no one experience. Actually, <laughs> the endowment ceremony was alarming to me, and yeah. I, mm-hmm. I went from. Drinking the Kool Aid too. What the fuck just happened? And I looked at my in laws and my parents, and I thought to myself, "You, you said guys, nothing to prepare me for this. You guys do this. That is fucking weird." And that was the little seed planted in my head. But of course, I was trying to please everybody. My parents trying to fit in, trying to raise my kids in the church, trying to stay in school, and so I did what I thought I had to do. Yeah, yeah. the The whole temple ceremony I know has has come as a huge shock for people when they first go through. Oh, I just mm-hmm. can't even tell you how shocked I was. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a guy I know. Uh, we've got some mutual friends. He's, he's very well known. Um, oh, here in Utah. Good he's for a, you. No, he's a, he's a minor celebrity, but I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna name him cause I don't want to call him out if he doesn't talk about it. No, <laughs> no, but he, uh, he basically stopped going to church right after he was uh, right after they went through the temple the first time because I can see that it freaked him the fuck out, and then they stopped going. So, well, my dad, who I was very close to, could kind of tell that I was stunned by the experience, and he said, "Ah, don't worry, it becomes more spiritual the more you go," and it never ever <laughs> it never ever did. It was as weird day one as it was day five hundred. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I damn. 
Damf, the the guy that I work with, does does temple work every week. Oh, yeah, of course he does. Yeah, so he'll when he comes into work, tell you can you. tell when he's going to go do his temple work because he's dressed up. No, he's got his church clothes on. You get ready to bake, and I'm like, you're going to fu- fucking change into something else anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you dressed up in this? Because this isn't what you wear in the temple. So, yeah. well, that's a secret. It's a sacred day. Oh, right. Did I just spill that? Did I just let that cat yeah. out of the bag? But don't they have to be dressed nice to go into the temple Probably. to be done yes. with? Yeah. But then again, if you can go to any bakery and <laughs> look at the baker that's making all your breads and stuff and go... That's what they look like in Temple. <laughs> Except with nice. a green leafy apron. Yeah. <laughs> well, and when I went through the Temple, they were still doing like this, you know, yeah. the real hardcore. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. They hadn't changed like, the Temple ceremony We yet. shall kill you. Yeah, yeah. Like slitting your own throat if yeah. you were to reveal what happened in the Temple. What? <laughs> there, there's a guy in Bountiful. I've seen him on Facebook and he's got a car. That has all the temple endowment symbols on it, and he has all the, the a big placard he puts on the roof of his car. It's all magnetically stuck to it, adhered to his car. That has like the, the all the temple words on it, like the secret phrases and everything <laughs> written on it. And yeah, I guess he'll sit outside the Bonneville Temple every Sunday with that car, and he gets arrested every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. he's just an old guy. I gotta find it. He's Old oh, yeah. and kooky. And he, he sits oh, in his yeah. car and videotapes. Right? And he's people, like, oh, look, here they come. They're coming out of the temple. Yeah. Oh, that guy looks really angry. He's going to come over here and talk to me. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. And they're all going to... like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I know I've seen a few videos where he has a cop show up and he's, he's well, on his defense, where it's like, yeah, someone came by, smashed my windows in my car, smashed the windows off it, tried to rip everything off my vehicle. And the guy's like, well, how's this all on there? He's like, it's all, it's all industrially glued and magneted <laughs> to my car. They ain't getting it off. But they smashed his car up anymore. trying to get everything off of it. Mm, that's- mm. And those people should be arrested. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Because violence is okay, as long as you're religious. As long yeah. as it's in the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okie doke. So let's let's talk about some intersectional atheism stuff and some feminism. Um, well, we've got quite a storm brewing outside. You said the bad F word. <laughs> Feminism <laughs> is bad and kind. Um, so one of one of the things that that really started getting me to question the church and, and helped lead me out of the LDS church was looking around at how poorly women were treated within the church. And the the sad thing is, even as I look at it today, most of the women, yeah, would you close that? Most of the women who are in the church don't see that they're being completely subjugated. You know, they don't see that they aren't equal to men, that they, like, and you can even ask them questions like, well... But they're, sometimes they see, but they're okay with it. That's what I don't get. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I've, I've never understood, and it, and it, for me, it kind of started when, when I, you know, I haven't read all of the Book of Mormon, but I've read, I've read some of it, you know, even, even back when I was little, I'd, I'd read some of it, and, and I'd read through the Bible, I didn't understand a lot of it, and it scared the shit out of me a lot of it the first time I read it, but, it, you know, it also made me start having a lot of other questions, and, and it all centered around. You know, why, why are women treated so awfully in the LDS church? 
And then later, as I got older and started looking at other churches, really in every fucking church out there, and they freely join and remain members of these churches. Like I've never been able to figure that out. I, and I'm sure, you know, it, it's, it's a huge amount of indoctrination and social pressure and that kind of stuff. But I, I still have never understood how, how very many self-respecting women who are otherwise, you know, very, very intelligent and thoughtful can remain members of the church. I, I have family members who are very, very devout members of the LDS church and they're just fine with how women are treated there. And I, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I I had a great great aunt who was very devoted to the Catholic Church. I uh, she worked at St. Joe's in the Holy Nook. Um she was there almost every evening, uh but she she never married. She lived by herself or with a roommate for her entire life. Still strongly, I mean she was very independent and was okay with that, but was still very much a believer in Catholic dogma. It's very strange. Yeah, like I said, I've I've never understood how women can remain part of a part of an organization that has such systemic sexism built into its central tenets and teachings. Well, I, th- I think it also affects our society as a whole too, because that's something they're getting. I think a lot of that tenets to treat women as less in society, even though we have a society here where it shouldn't be like that. It's the unequal pay and just. Well, and I think I think religion is at the heart at a lot of that because you're, yeah. you know, the the vast majority of of U.S. citizens are religious, at least somewhat religious, and they've grown nearly their entire lives in some type of religious teaching or indoctrination, and it's just the thing that happens. I mean, we talked earlier about you know back when we were in school and and how awful the kids were toward gay people in school, and and a lot of that is changing, and and I think we see a lot of that changing both outside and inside religion where people realize that a lot of the teachings are harmful and that's why they're leaving. You know, there's the Pew poll that was released within the past couple of weeks talking about how many people have left religion and yeah. how many people are now identifying as the quote Not, unquote nuns, right? Yeah. Not the nuns. The but, N-O-N-E-S. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I think being an intelligent woman in the Mormon church is, the equivalent of punching your safe it's, self it's, in the face and the vagina an at the same time. <laughs> punching yourself in the can. face and what? And in the vagina at the same time. <laughs> I'm I think to that's referred to as... <laughs> Dan's like getting his hands prepared. <laughs> I think it's referred to as the donkey punch. <laughs> the donkey punch. I thought that was double fisted right at the vagina. I just thought that was punched in the vagina. Is there a, is there a list somewhere? I need to tell you what a donkey punch is. Uh, yes, none apparently. of you guys are right. Okay. I, but it's got to go like further. Ryan's no, like up to your like elbow. Oh, yeah. Donkey punch? <laughs> crazy. That's fisting. Well, right. That's, Forceful fisting. That's not really a punch. That's a different thing. <laughs> is there a list somewhere <laughs> that I haven't read? Because <laughs> when, when it comes from downtown, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's the uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> so what is a donkey punch? In my world, a donkey punch is... <laughs> well, the way I've traditionally worked a donkey punch... The way punch, I've experienced Sarah's world. <laughs> the way I've experienced it. So picture the doggy style position. Okay. Isn't a donkey punch when you just punch her in the head? No. Right? Your, <laughs> no. That is! You're talking about fisting. I'm talking no. about something completely Why? different. Why would you... <laughs> so you're saying, you're, you're saying that she's in the doggy position. Yeah. 
and you punch her in the back of the head. Well, and right that's a when you're getting punch? to that point, you punch her as hard as you can. That's just called an asshole. <laughs> no, that's a donkey punch. <laughs> Why would you do that? I have to now. <laughs> I have to look at the dictionary. Here we go with the Google. Google image search I mean, donkey punch. <laughs> yeah, now I there have we to, go. Donkey punch. Now I have to look up donkey punch on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> when you are engaged in sex, see, I got that much right. The donkey punch is when you are engaged in. Oh! I have never heard of it said that way. Oh, and when I you're about right. to ejaculate, you punch the poor lady in the back of the head so her anal cavity tightens, making the orgasm <laughs> all that more better. You are welcome. I've never heard of it <laughs> put that way. Oh, Tony Danza. Let's do that one. Tony Danza? Where did you see ten, Tony It says Danza? 10 words related donkey punch, dirty Sanchez, sex, Cleveland When you steamer. were given a chicken, what? This the the grammar on this particular definition is troubling. It's urban. It's, well, I like the definition. I like the set. Use it in a sentence because it in no way describes what it is. I, I donkey punched Meredith last night, well, and it was awesome. How does that describe? There's also what it is? there's also seventy four more definitions. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, they're, they're punching it someone out. in the back of the head. Lead to serious well, this one, breakdown. This one says. Donkey punching involves the male punching the sexual partner in the back of the head during anal or vaginal sex prior to orgasm to provoke a shock. shock. <laughs> and you guys didn't think I researched before I came here. <laughs> Holy shit. Did you guys read this like this little like the the use it in a sentence thing? <laughs> no, this this part right here, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Just, donkey punch. Ah no, wait, Ooh, wait, we both so need to knock that yeah, out. Yeah, keep going because this part seems like awfully rapey to me. That does seem awfully rapey. I wake up. It. Yeah, wake up. So we hello, went from feminism hello. to donkey punch in Are like five okay? minutes. <laughs> Not even five. Yeah. Well, now I'm really curious what the Tony Danza is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> we found a fucking rabbit hole. You, you, oh, I thought that's a chicken. That's different. <laughs> This this does not seem a very feminist post at all. When you're giving it to a chick from behind, you yell out, Who's the boss? She'll get confused, turn her head around at this moment, you donkey punch her in the face, and then, well, you, in the face doesn't make sense, That's then just, scream Tony Danza. So it's a donkey oh punch with who's the boss. This is fucking terrible. This is awful. <laughs> so they could do like you could do like a mash version where you're like doing a chick from behind and you yell out radar and then she turns around and you docking punch her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a god puts it, puts it into a man that he can only ejaculate when punching while both Having heterosexual sex and cage fighting at the same time. <laughs> what kind of fucked up, ridiculous shit is that? I don't think it was only. It just makes it... Their, their point was that it makes the ejaculation better. The orgasm better. For the man. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. only, yeah. only yeah. men are supposed to enjoy it. Right. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she is definitely not enjoying that. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I would either. I mean, how do they explain that at work? Like, you come in with a, like, a stitches in the back of your head or a black eye, like, uh, I hit a doorknob. I heard Tony Danza's name, and I turned around, and <laughs> next thing I know, I'm getting punched in the face, and... So can you do a reverse lookup on Urban Dictionary? Like type in the definition and it tells you what it is? Probably. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Let's make something up and see what it's called. <laughs> There's some. The only one that, well, there, there are a few that I remember, but one of, one of uh, the ones that I remember better than any for some reason is the Angry Pirate. Not familiar. Arr. 
Well, now I gotta open it up again. God damn it! Let me go back here. The angry, the angry pirate made me giggle. I I had one my a buddy I knew called the fish hook. That was different than the other fish hook. There's two fish hooks, but his was where he unexpectedly puts it in the chick's ass so she looks back and he grabs her by the fucking lips like ah, I got you. He's like he's giving him the fish hook. <laughs> Jesus, That's I'm like awful. you sick. I'm like you. You're kind of not a nice guy. So so the angry pirate and I, I will edit this a little bit here is. <laughs> When a woman what? when a woman is is filleting a man, he pulls out and ejaculates in her eye. Upon doing this, she will let out some sort of grunt of disapproval. Ugh. And at this point, <laughs> and at this point, he kicks her in the shin. The poor girl, being pissed and hurt, will hobble after your laughing ass. And it's I, called an angry pirate because she's covering her eye and jumping on one leg. Yeah, you're right. That's hilarious. <laughs> I guess as an asexual person, I should, probably shouldn't have much. Matt's say like, I don't even know why this, is this all would just ever so happen. Fucking ridiculous. To me. <laughs> Do we get to talk about the Kinsey stick scale again? Uh, sure. That Matt okay. breaks it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Ryan's a total bro. Ryan's a bro. But yeah. I'm like, I'm like one of those nope. accepting bros. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're like a total one that thinks gays are okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a guy at work yesterday say, you know, like, Duffy, would you ever date a black chick? I'm like, yeah, why not? He's like, oh, yeah, you're that new generation, aren't you? What? Oh, my what God. What does that mean? I was like, are you serious? And he he wasn't laughing when he said it. What, someone that doesn't fuck my sister? No. I said, he's like, because like, there's something, but there's an, like an interracial couple on TV. He's like, Duffy, would you ever date a black chick? And I'm like, yeah, why not? He's like, you're of that new generation, aren't you? <sighs> It's kind of like, how old was this person? Uh, New generation. 40. What? Yeah. 41. Yeah. So he's only 10 years older than me. I'm like, oh, are are you fucking? He's an ultra conservative dude, though. Yeah, he's Dan's age. We get it. (laughs) Yeah, he's of your generation. Your generation is fucked in the head, Dan. They they are whacked out on their Coca-Cola. We've all just walked out of the gold mine and... What are we talking about right now? Oh my gosh! I, I was gonna talk about since we're on anal sex. There's this Santorum. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, like y- y'all know that Rick Santorum is now he, running. Yep, he threw his hat in the ring. The <sighs> How exciting! The Republican clown car. This is you I'm, know. I'm so looking forward to the Republican debates. If it's if it's. If it's a legitimate run, the political body has a way of taking care of that. <laughs> has a way of shutting that whole thing shutting down. Shutting the whole thing down. <laughs> I I fucking I'm so excited about the Republican debates like I oh, yeah. oh I can't even tell you how excited I well, am. Did I'm you doing hear the Mr. What, Burns tenting his fingers thing again. Did you hear what they're doing for it? Not every, not everybody gets to be in the debate. How are they going to decide who the, will be in the debate? The or not? top eight people in the polls get to be in the debate. In which polls? That's a good question. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. they were going to check rectal tone. Oh, the eighth strongest rectal tones get to be in the debate. Rectal tones, mm-hmm. like is this blowing whistles or what are you talking? about? <laughs> uh, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> no, this is a clinical term. Rectal tone. That's how they tell if you have any brain function if you're unconscious. Oh. I thought it was. They, in, I thought they look tone. at your butthole. They. I was just thinking of the tones in my farts. That well. Are you like? Are you talking tightness of rectum? Yeah, because that's a. It's a reaction that you have. Oh yeah. A subconscious reaction is 
your rectal tone. It's so if you have good rectal tone, that means you have brain activity, even if you're unconscious. No, if I come up to someone who I think is unconscious and faking it, I like, you do the hit him in the sternum. Not hit him, but just do that real rough sternum. Or you grab your pen and you grip it between their fingers and you, like you press in on it. And if they have no reaction to like those painful stimulus, like, yep, they're out. But if they're faking it, they're going to try to pull their hand well, away. That's or judging gonna... if they're unconscious or not. This yeah. is judging if they have brain activity. I've never been taught to show my finger in someone's ass yet. It's oh. an involuntary reaction kind that's of thing. That's your next pay grade up. Uh, so you're, you're saying that the rectal that tone one. is an involuntary reaction? Correct. So no Just like your eye, eyeball thingy. Yeah. Your, what's that so your pupil pupil reaction. <laughs> we do that one. We do, we do pupil reaction. Yeah. So only Republicans will be in the debate because they only talk out of their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. <laughs> well, and I was just thinking if ever I'm talking to somebody who I think is potentially brain dead, now the first thing, the first thought in my mind is going to be, I should stick a finger in your ass. Mm-hmm. Just be gentle. Let's t- <laughs> let's let let's, me check your rectal tone. Let's see if you have any brain activity actually going on here. Don't do it dry. You know, be a friend. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Carrie, use some Kentucky jelly. <laughs> At least Dan's going to be behind the bar next week, so he can't be checking rectal tones. <laughs> He'll probably ask. I imagine still. that anybody who would choose to come into the bar that evening will be very intelligent, and I wouldn't have to even think about Jesus. checking their rectal tone. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I've but that's some that's something else though that we should that we should mention is that yes, next week on Tuesday I will be at Piper Down uh, as the celebrity bartender for Restore Our Humanity and I will be serving drinks and chatting with people and all of the tips that are earned by myself that night will go directly to Restore Our Humanity. So come and visit with me Tuesday at Piper Down in Salt Lake City between the hours of 6 and 9 p.m. Correct. And make me wait on you hand and foot Mm -hmm. and then give me a hefty tip for Restore Our Humanity. And they're at, I believe, a... 1492 South State. State. So just it's so just know. north of the Salt Lake Community College campus. On Yay! Street. I Yay. like Piper. It's a good place. And They're if you're awesome. a rich atheist philanthropist that lives out of state, get in your fucking jet and fly to Salt Lake. And <laughs> or go to the RestoreOurHumanity.org website and you can donate from there. True, that is way easier. <laughs> so we, yeah, we have a new program called Friends of Humanity and if you uh, sign up for a $5 or $10 a month donation, then You'll be a friend of humanity and you get all kinds of benefits with Restore. We throw parties that you can get into for free. All kinds of good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. I'm a friend of humanity. I will have to go and check this out. Sounds good. Because I am no misanthrope, though many people may think I am. <laughs> Seriously. They don't know you then, I guess. I don't think anybody really thinks I'm a misanthrope. No. And we are fully expecting the SCOTUS ruling to come through end of June. I'm so Sorry. excited. And we are also fully expecting it to go our direction. Oh, so. absolutely. Piper figure... Down is standing by, and they're going to throw one hell of a party when that decision Hell yeah, I'm going to have to get a hotel room down here. So what do you think the final vote will be? <laughs> oh, shit. That, what... I don't know. I'm I don't thinking, know. I'm thinking. It's going to go states' rights. That's what scares me. I'm thinking. Yeah. No, I'm, but... I'm, I'm thinking it'll be 6-3, maybe 7-2. Seven Especially two. after Gates came out with the whole Boy Scout Six thing. 6-3. Yeah, I don't know. I th- not that that's going to sway them either way, but that just shows you the temperature of society. Well, exactly. I, I don't think that it's anything that he necessarily even likes. I think it's that he sees the writing on the wall and... I mean, he. And none of but his, see, a none lot of his people comments, aren't even smart enough to see that. Yeah, none of his comments were 
or that he wants this to no. happen or that he wants it to change because You're absolutely it's right. an injustice. It's, look, guys, this is going to fucking happen. Either we do it ourselves and we can limit it to this or we're going to be forced we can hold on to our bigoted ideas. To, yeah. And then we'll have to include atheists. Yeah, then we'll have to do a bunch of That's other exactly stuff. That's exactly what he said. Right, right? Like yeah, it's it's not that he it's not that he feels it's a grave injustice or or that he thinks that it's time for the discrimination to end. It's he sees the writing on the wall and knows that they have to change before they're forced to change and that those changes that are forced upon them may be more severe than what they would like to do in or or what they're willing to do to try to keep those types of laws from infringing on mm -hmm. what they feel are their rights as far as the organization goes. It's going to be interesting to see what the Mormon church does in reaction, whether they're going to drop their charters or just interesting. Not yeah. that I care. I'm yeah. just interested to see what happens. I think it will be very interesting to see what happens because the LDS church is, I believe the largest, the largest contributor to the Mormon, yeah. to boy scouts since the 19, they have the highest 70s. number of boy scouts mm -hmm. and yeah. But they have charters that are starting to hire and appoint openly gay scoutmasters. They, there's a council in New York that two months ago yeah. appointed an openly gay scoutmaster just kind of to dare. What's the Just like, yeah. what you going to do? Come at yeah. me, bro. They're daring them to remove their charter, and then all hell will break loose, I guarantee. Yeah. But I, I hated all the comments that are flying around like that. Like, whoa. whoa. You, you want to put pedophiles with our kids? Oh, fucking you assholes and like, shit. What kind of fucking moron do you have to be to think a gay man is a pedophile? It's like, I'm a, I'm a straight dude. An LDS moron. Seriously. I have no sexual attraction towards a child. And most pedophiles... Most pedophiles are heterosexual. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. But then, then they come on like, well, he can't be heterosexual if he wants to have sex with boys. It's like, no, you fucking moron. It's a sexual attraction to children is his fucking problem. But he still and, loves women. And how He's, sexist uh, is it that this is said about gay men, but it's not, not ever about said women. about lesbians? Yeah. 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 No, but there's no litmus test for den mothers, right? Like, Well, there's no penetration there, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, you can't, uh, rape a, you can't rape a boy. No, not uh, at all. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know. Like yeah. through that was that was a little creepy. That's yes, you can, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to talk about this centaur thing real quick, yeah. and then I, we'll get back to the thing that I've kind of been dodging all evening. Um, the so Rick Santorum thinks that. Uh, Separation of church and state was never an, an intended consequence of the United States Constitution. Yeah. Uh, were you there? That's that, that were awesome you there? secular document we have. I'm sure David Barton agrees with him fully. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And we all know what a, what an intellectual giant and, and honest individual he is. Yeah. Um, let's, let's listen to what Mr. Santorum has to say about it. Yeah, hi, this is uh, William in Chesapeake, and uh, just uh, two observations or a question and observation. One is an observation that if you've ever read the, the Communist Manifesto, that a number of the things that the far left, a.k.a. the Democrat Party and the president is pushing for and accomplishing, actually accomplishes a number of the tenets of the Communist Manifesto, including the... Um, Ascendancy or the elevation of pornography and homosexuality, this guy just a mile gay marriage, before getting on the phone, uh, voter fraud, you He's know, running up open and down the stairs. And, he just jacked off. Uh, you know, mass <laughs> self-importation of illegal immigrants and things of that nature. Uh, so I think that's a, a huge cause for concern that would 
raise a number of red flags for any politician, but it doesn't seem like that's, uh, that caution is being thrown to the wind. Um, the other thing is... Well, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Senator. Well, I would just say that, you know, the, the, the word separation of church and state is not in the U.S. Constitution, but it is, it was in the Constitution of the former Soviet Union. So that's, that's where, that's where, that's where it's very, very comfortably sad, not, not in ours. Um. Wow. Wrong? It was those godless commies. Well, he's technically correct. Well, it doesn't say, yeah, that there has where to be a separation, but that's how it's been interpreted throughout our history. It's it's part of I can't remember what the uh, the First right. Amendment. Yeah, well, the no, we well, got that, but you got the part where you got the, like the other section. Where it's like here's the what it says, but then here's what we mean by what it says. I don't know what you're saying. Court decisions? No. Bill of Rights? No. Preamble? No. Treaty of Tripoli? No. <laughs> Treaty of when it pops in my head, interpretation. I'll blurt it out. <laughs> All right. Well, good job, Ryan. Yeah. So. <laughs> the annotated version? No. <laughs> the Communist Manifesto talks about the elevation of pornography? Of course it does. What the hell are you talking about? That's what, just what it says. So the, the, the article here on Right Wing Watch says that a listener on the call told Santorum that a number of the things that the far, that the far left, a.k.a. the Democrat Party... S-A S-A <laughs> The Democrat Party and the President is pushing for and accomplishing actually accomplishes a number of the tenets of the Communist Manifesto I read that in high school, I don't remember reading this bit here, including the amnesty the elevation of pornography, homosexuality gay marriage, voter fraud, open borders mass self-importation of illegal immigrants and things of that nature The likely presidential candidate replied that the words separation of church and state is not in the U.S. Constitution, which, of course, it's not. But it was in the Constitution of the former Soviet Union. That's where it very, very comfortably sat, not in ours. I'd actually like to look that up sometime and see if it is in the... Well, here's where it's located at. The the point, point, though. It's the Establishment Clause and the Free Exercise Clause. Mm-hmm. Is where the separation of church and state lies. Yeah. But his point is that those specific words don't appear there. That yeah. it's all left no. up to interpretation. Right. And, well, because the actual words were a put up a wall between church and state. But ultimately, ultimately, it's based on a huge conflation fallacy. You know that allowing gay marriage and 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 not allowing religions dictating the government is the same as Stalin's Soviet Union. Right, which is a huge conflation. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of steps you got to go to get to that point. So, um, I'm surprised. It, I, it's, it's again, it's right wing fear tactics and 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 uh, hyperbole. So. Usually, they invoke Hitler and the Nazi Party, so at least they're mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would I would say that Stalin qualifies for as Godwin's law as well. But well, I'm I'm reading through the rest of this article here. I want to play this other clip. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna play this, and then we can talk about it in a second. Check this out. I'm sure that you feel the same way I felt. That I, I, I knew I wasn't going to agree with almost anything President Obama did, but I did hope that having elected the first black president, we would see a sort of a new racial climate in our country. That we would move beyond race, as Dr. King said, be concerned about the content of character, not the color yeah. of skin. Um, that doesn't seem to have happened, unfortunately. In fact, in my view, things seem to have gotten worse. What, what are your comments about what you hear going on in Ferguson and the president and the attorney general's response to it? Well, when you convert with Al Sharpton, 
uh, you certainly aren't into racial reconciliation. And uh, that that sort of the uh, that sort of sums it up right there. And, and you know, you, uh, you you surround yourself with folks who are not uh, who are not healers but dividers. This president has been the divider in chief on on so many fronts. You had hoped, as you mentioned, Bishop, you'd hoped that on this front, uh, it was an opportunity for the president to do something, you know, transformational. Uh, that that he could have been that figure uh, that could have made a real difference in racial reconciliation, could have made a real difference just within uh, within the black community. And, and uh, he chose to take a different path. He chose to uh, to use it as a as a wedge issue, as a, as opposed to a uh, an issue that was. Uh, 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 one that uh, that he said he wanted to accomplish when uh, he was going to, you know, heal the country. Uh, he has done anything but. What What exactly does he think that Obama has done that is so divisive as far as race relations yeah. go? I, I don't think it's him that's doing the dividing. No, it's not. It's it's fucking people like Rick Santorum. But even still, I mean, uh, talking about cavorting with Al Sharpton. I still think that's a valid question. You know, without di- without diverting to, you know, who is at fault, what has he done to be divisive? Yeah. Uh, is it just that he's – he, is it because his skin is dark? I don't know. I mean, he, I, I don't he know, does – I don't know what he's, what he's done or even what he's tried to do that hasn't gotten done that was – that would be considered divisive. Well, what I think he's done is gotten to the point on some race issues that white presidents would have just kind of glossed over. Like when he's talking about – Oh, Trayvon Martin. I mean, he addressed that and he talked about it, which mm-hmm. is something that well, a white president doesn't do. Sure. I mean, you might not like what, like what he says or <clears throat> the reason that it happened in the first place, but he's going to say something about it and they don't like that. Mm-hmm. What he wants the black people, they want the, him to do is to get the black people to smile and wave. Yeah. Stop talking about it. Just, yeah. just deal with it. Um, you know, it's bad. Okay. We know it's bad, but don't talk about it. That's divisive. Yeah. Because, you know, by talking about it, of course, you're not going to affect any change or call attention to it. Or Why should there be reconciliation until things are equal? Yeah. I wouldn't want to reconcile until right. I was being treated equally. Right, right. Fuck that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it just... People like Rick Santorum just really pissed me off because they, they, they put on this fucking happy face and cheesy fucking grin and go out there and tiptoe around things and point the finger at everybody else and say, you're, you're the problem when they're the ones who are sowing the seeds of division themselves. They're the ones who are, who are going out there and saying, you're doing this wrong and, you know, it just... With coming up, with, when coming up with no solution of their own. Yeah. Well, I can think of plenty of things that he's done that are transformational right off the top of my head. So mm-hmm. when he says he's done nothing transformational, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, healthcare. I mean, you know, repairing relations with Cuba. I mean, which, which shit. They go like, why, why would we do that? Like, why fucking not? They're the closest. Immigration reform. I mean, yeah. come on. Having negotiations with Iran. Exactly. Yeah. Being, being willing to actually fucking talk to people instead of just bomb them back to yeah. the stone age just because he doesn't want to hire large corporations to go over there and help fight a war and spend billions of dollars on them he'll start a war that we never should have been in in the first place give give students the first two years of college tuition yep, the community college which i think is awesome and yeah. people are like that's 
that's that's socialism. I'm like, no, it's going to cost us so much money. Oh, you mean like like as much as the trillions of yeah, dollars yeah, we spent yeah. on war over the last like, ten years? Do you want an educated nation or a dumb nation? Because obviously, well, obviously they want a dumb nation. Yeah, tax benefits for huge corporations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so let's let's talk more about feminism and specifically feminism within the atheist and and secular community. Um, this is this is a topic that I have traditionally tried to just kind of shy away from because it's so fucking toxic and divisive, and to me, it's something that has just it it makes me both sad and angry because I see people on both sides who I respect and admire do really fucking shitty things to people who disagree with them. And it's, it's so it's one of the things that I've just kind of stepped out of because I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it makes, it makes me sad and angry that that so often I see, you know, people's people's, reason to do something or or reason to be upset aimed at other people who are their supporters on most other things and they're working their asses off to tear them down or to point out why they think they're wrong or why they're evil or bad or stupid or aren't in league with what they need to be doing and i think i think this whole thing over the last what, five, six, seven years has just been hugely, hugely divisive. And it, ha- and it didn't need to be. And to me, it's just, it's just that people aren't being charitable in their view of what other people say and do, right? They're, they're looking for reasons to be offended. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, the, the, the people who say, oh, it's just feminists who are, who are only out there and they're just looking at, at reasons to be offended. Does that happen? Sure it does, but it happens on the other side also. People are just looking at different things that feminists may do that, that they can point to that piss them off. And it's just, I don't know, the whole A plus thing really fucking bothered me. The, just all of that. And I, I think A plus was, was, was created and and set down with some noble goals in mind, but really fucking awful execution. And it wasn't it wasn't on the part of of just you know I I think it was Jen McCrate who first proposed the idea or the notion of atheism plus and and it had some notable uh, some noble and laudable goals. And I think it was just really and I wouldn't even say it was necessarily poor execution. It was people who like Richard Carrier. Uh, who instantly jumped on it and then flung invectives at people who he thought wouldn't agree with him fully and completely. You know, you're either with us or you're against us. And if you're against us, then you should be kicked to the sewers. And I mean, just all of that kind of really hateful, harmful, divisive shit that has been a huge problem for the last half decade, at least. And it's really bothered me. And Are you ashamed of your gender, Dan? <laughs> I'm not ashamed of my gender identity. I'm ashamed of the a lot of the things that people do who who happen to share my gender. But I'm also I wouldn't say ashamed because I, I can't I'm not of that I'm not of the female persuasion. But but I'm also very, very much upset with a lot of the things that I see a lot of the, the quote unquote feminists do and say. Um I don't know, it's 
when I see people attack other people, even when they're trying to be supporters and trying to be friendly and trying to do what they can and having people nitpick through elemental bits of what they're saying to find something to be upset about and then being upset at these people who are trying to be supportive and and they're they're not just being upset they're working their asses off to tear them down and make them look like horrible human beings it re- it's really it it makes me mad and i know there are tons and tons of people who have been driven away from the movement and have distanced themselves from atheism entirely because of all of this all of this kind of bullshit has just harmed the movement and it didn't have to be that way. And I think, you know, you know what really bothers me about this type of discussion is that I have always been, I've always tried to avoid it and have been, yeah, I've been afraid. I've been afraid of actually talking about it because I know, I fucking know that I'm going to piss off people on both sides and I'm going to have people yelling at me from from each side that what I did or said was fucking wrong. And so that's why I've just kind of distanced myself from the whole thing and haven't said much about it. Well, maybe we'll finally get some hate mail. I, that's what I was going to say. Here comes your hate mail. <laughs> so what, what do you guys think? I mean, do you, do you guys know much about, oh, I, I know Amanda knows, knows quite a bit about the things that have been going on for the past five or six years. Um, so I, and I kind of brought this up in the, in the Facebook group earlier today to kind of get some opinions. And I intentionally talked about sexism as opposed to talking about feminism or misogyny or misandry because I, I wanted people to really think about it. Unfortunately, uh, to go back to what Joey Lee Kirkman said last week, we're living in Generation H where people read like the headline <laughs> and maybe the first paragraph or a short summary. And then That's they start frustrating. They isn't start it? throwing out these comments and then. And a lot of the times they'll even say, I didn't read the article, but yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't read the article. You read the headline and think you have something worthwhile to input. You're fucking wrong. Okay. Yeah. Just stop, 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 fucking stop. Go and read the article, come back and then make a comment. So if if we're going to talk about a bare bones, the basic definition of feminism, which is equal rights, regardless of your gender, then uh, I'm a feminist. And I've actually called myself that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I continue to call myself that. I have no problem with it. Um, I see the points that other people have about all these little factions that occur within feminism that, that – and uh, – some of those factions are more outspoken. And so, you know, you have men running around scared that that women just want to chop their penises off. You know, it's, <laughs> that it's is crazy. a scary world. <laughs> I know I go to bed. <laughs> well, but it's really terrifying. But it's that. the same as the religious argument. Right. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the same thing the LGBT community is going through right now, too, because men are afraid that giving up some bit of their privilege equals persecution. Just like religious people are afraid that giving up their ability to discriminate and their privilege equals persecution. Yeah, I, I think that's a big part of it. But I, I think that I think that has less to do with the atheist community than it does with the religious community. Right? I mean the religious community is built around subjugating women mm-hmm. and and you know using them 
as as chattel you know they're they're not they're they're less than fully human right they forever didn't have the right to vote they didn't have much say in who they were oh, marrying shit. If yeah when the bible was i mean yeah they when the bible property no yeah. when the bible was written marriage was slavery Plus yeah. benefits yeah. for women, and the Quran is no fucking better than the Bible well, is okay, at all. Right? Enough, I mean, yeah. we're we're talking about every major religion treats women as less than men. That's property. So, what is it yeah. in the atheist community then? I think in the atheist community, we realize well. We hope. Per- perhaps I'm just projecting this out there, but but I mean, in my eyes, and and like I said earlier, it's one of the things that helped lead me out of the LDS Church was that I saw. This, this rampant sexism and subjugation of women and was one of the things that, you know, started me questioning church teachings and then religious teachings in general. And so I, I know that within the atheist community, we're, we're much more open and accepting of women and, and, and try to treat them as equals. But I think we still have a ton of people who were raised in a, with a religious background who have a hard time letting go of some of the, some of the ingrained thoughts and ideals that they were brought up with. I mean, it's, we're talking about, you know, a lifetime of indoctrination and, and, and I think we've made some strides and some real progress within the last five years. And I think a lot of that has to do with all of this wild bullshit that has been going on. So in some sense, it has helped, but I don't know that it's that it's been an overall great thing. You know what I mean? I and I and I kind of waffle back and forth on this issue. Like I know that because of all the because of the increase in all of the discussions and people, you know, being so passionate about it on one side or or the other, it has changed the minds of a lot of people and it has led to some real progress and some real change. But on the other hand, I see that because it's been so toxic and poisonous that it's also made that it's also pushed a lot of people out. And so I don't know. I I try to juggle it back and forth and and decide which which is best and and clearly it's better that women are are being treated better in the movement. I just wish that it wasn't so fucking toxic and divisive and made people so feel so alienated within. I wish the 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 people that, that the people involved on both sides could be more charitable in their view of of the things that people say and do and ask questions about what people say and do instead of hearing somebody say something and instantly run to the fucking internet and type out a blog saying what a horrible fucking person they are. You know, sit down and have a conversation with this person. Send them an email. Have a conversation. Have a dialogue back and forth before you decide to tear them a new asshole for what you think they said versus what they actually said or what they even meant. You know, fucking just talk to each other. Don't don't look to make a name for yourself by shitting on somebody else. I know I consider myself to be a feminist. I agree with the feminist ideals being equally in all aspects. And I quite often get in arguments with guys at work about women in the military. Just being from the military, and a lot of guys I work with are all ex-military. Uh, like recently when they wanted to send women through special forces program, my buddy's like, oh, no, that's fucking bullshit. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. I'm like, why not? If that woman has had her dream set to be in the special forces and she's worked her fucking ass off to be in the right shape to be able to do that, if she can accomplish all the same goals that are preset for a man to go through it, why should she not be allowed to have the same opportunity to go and do the same fucking thing? Yeah, absolutely. Well, they, can't, they can't do the job. I'm like, no, you don't understand me. If this woman proves she can do the job just she as well as that, that fucking man can do the job, can do the job, the job. Right. Yeah. she deserves to do the fucking job. Mm-hmm. 
I think it, I think it goes to saying if you tell someone, oh, I'm, oh, you're a, you're a, you're a woman. Sorry, you will never be allowed to do this, this, and this in your lifetime. So get those fucking dreams out of your yeah, head. Take, Can I just take, interrupt? Real take quick? their gender completely out of it. Just look at their test yeah. scores. Just look at just look at the stats and, and facts here. Did they pass or not? Were they able to yeah. do all of the things required of them? I, fucking, I, what does their gender have to do with it? I think as a child, everyone should have to be like, if you have a dream, fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. What they're afraid of is their own reactions to having to deal with women in the military mm-hmm. they're not worried about whether the woman can do the job it's how is that going to make me feel the thing is is there a woman get shot make... at or being put into danger there's... that's your fucking problem it's not the woman's yeah. problem that you're mm-hmm. feeling you know there's already protective. women that serve with special forces special forces units but they're not allowed to have the special forces designation well and then there's periods well here's the thing <laughs> when <laughs> nice the military is quite conscious of the uh the cultural the way you, cultures are done that almost came out of yeah. Dan's yeah, nose. Yeah, you almost got a real life spit take from Dan. <laughs> the, the 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 cultural the way cultures are in the Middle East. Ryan's totally on a men aren't allowed to handle women. Like if you go into a room and you separate a, a room, yeah, that that took got taken the wrong way. If, 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 Dan see, needs a straw. If you go in and, and you go into a room and you separate the men and women in the room into two, two different groups, if a man goes into that room by himself with those women, those women are now shit. They're they're going to have a problem because a man that is not part of their family or not their husband has taken them away from the men that are supposed to be around them. It's tainted. But them. a woman can. So special forces units will go out with women, with women translators sure. that can handle the young women, the the children, and the elderly women. And a lot of times these women's job are to go in there and if there's a firefight, they will throw themselves on top of the kids to try to protect the kids if there's a firefight. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that's not a fucking valiant thing right there for a woman doing that job. No, yeah. But yeah, what? she's out there with special forces but can't fucking... What what was it you you said you wanted to interject? Oh uh, yeah, I you've was just been you've say. been very quiet for some time now, <laughs> right? Because I have a dick, and you two do too. And I've heard what you guys have to say. Yeah, we got we had to bogart the conversation, guys. <laughs> That's what I, I was going to interrupt to say. I want to hear what they have to say because yes. I know how you guys feel. Yes, personally, being a feminist to me just means being able to do, think, and say what I want. Make as much money as the person doing the same job as I am. Having the same rights in my family and with my children. I mean, that's all that means to me. It doesn't mean, you know, cut your penis. What the hell are you talking about? Cut your penis off. (laughs) 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 That's never once entered my my brain. Are you sure? Are you sure that's not a real concern? That's not something you're plotting? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that that just goes back to the factions that I talked about. You you have those militant feminists, third waivers, whatever you want to call them, who are very anti-men for whatever reason. But you also have the um, TERFs? Yes, TERFs. TERFs? That's a term. They are feminists that do not agree with the transgender women. Mm-hmm. What? They're like, oh. you weren't born with a vagina, so... So therefore you cannot be a woman How are you any better than feminist. what you're railing against in that there was a turf, Exactly, exactly. There was a TERF in the Atheists of Utah group, and I was like, what in the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, it was, it was awful. But I think this kind of goes back to... Um, I think it was Greta Christina that talked about us getting caught up in semantics and and causing it to be divisive within the movement, which has happened. And her point was that this this is what happened in the whole LGBTQ movement, and it happens in the atheist movement, too. 
So are we going to sit here and talk about semantics? Like what exactly does feminism mean? Or are we actually going to get out there and, and do something and make a difference? Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of tail chasing. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of tail chasing and navel gazing, right? It's for, for quite a while. I, I didn't identify as a feminist. I didn't self-identify as a feminist, though I am one, I think, in, in what I say and I do and, and in, you know, in the actual actions that I take and things I believe I, I, I am a feminist. Whatever, but I man, I'm starting to blog about you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for, Quite a while, I hadn't openly identified as a feminist, and I got into, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say really an argument, but a discussion with uh, Russell Glasser on Danielle Moscato's wall one day, and, you know, Danielle just basically asked, uh, you know, are, do you identify, are you an atheist who, you know, believes in feminist ideals but won't identify as one, and if you know, if so, why not? Why won't you, or why do you choose not to identify as a feminist? And I've made a comment out there um, that you know I I choose not to identify as a feminist because I I think it's it's been taken over by a lot of people who are you know very strident, you know who who seek to push people who don't agree with them fully out of the movement, who you know will vilify you for the for the smallest of offenses and blah blah blah, and. You know, so personally, I haven't chosen to identify as a feminist for quite a while. And Russell Glasser got on there and made a couple, and I said, you know, I, I prefer the term egalitarian because I'm, I'd like to see equality for both sexes. Um, and, and that I think all people should, we should be equal and blah, blah, blah. And then Russell Glasser got on there and, and made a few comments and, you know, we had a little back and forth and, and he, he got me to change my opinion on that. It was, you know, he, and and you hear other people make the make the point too that you know not adopting the term feminist because you think it's toxic really isn't that much more different than refusing to identify as an atheist because you think it's toxic mm. or carries a negative connotation right yep. why not identify as what you believe and then work to make sure that the people who are toxic to that label aren't associated with that label yeah, feminist building bridges. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's true and and that's a point that a, a lot of a lot of people make when when you want to talk about whether you're going to call yourself a feminist or not. Mm-hmm. But it it is a word. That's why yeah. I, that's why I said the sure F is. word earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it it's it's the F word now. Because it's okay to say fuck. Right. It's not okay to say that you're right. a feminist. Yeah, yeah. I know I I know with Danielle's family, I have three major words to get over, and that's atheist, feminist, and liberal. Yeah. Because they're super Mormon, fundamental, Tea Party women are not men. Yeah. Well, and you know, and for a long time, I'd, I'd, I'd sat on the fence and hadn't really said much either way, and... You know, still, if somebody asked, I would identify myself as an as a feminist. You know, you know, it, are you a feminist? Blah blah blah. Sure, I am, but I, it wasn't something that I was trumpeting or or out. You know, I, I didn't use the word feminist a whole lot unless somebody direct, directly asked me about it. And then, the, what what made me decide to stop calling myself a feminist was this innocuous fucking post. I was out. I was with my daughter, who is a, a complete, you know, she's very, very feminist, very, 
she very much is a social justice warrior, I guess a lot of people would say. Um, and that's another word that for some reason has taken on a negative connotation. Yeah. Social justice? Social, well, social justice, justice warrior. warrior. Yeah. And, and it has, and, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, I, that's that's kind of a different rabbit hole mm-hmm. a little bit, but I mean it's related. But they're all rabbit holes. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I mean, I would I was out with my daughter. We were at her school, and I just it was it was at a program. Uh, it was I think it was something at the University of Utah where it was exploring different career opportunities for women through STEM or something like that. And I happened to be on my phone and noticed a headline on the Salt Lake Tribune, and it was something. It it was something just fucking weird, right? Like the way the the headline was worded was just really weird, and it was something. It had something to do with a bathroom and a rape, and just the way that it was worded was really clumsy, and you could interpret the headline whatever. And so I made this completely innocuous post on Facebook, simply talking about the fucking headline and how poorly it was written, and had this woman lose her fucking mind. That, you know, I could make light of the subject of rape and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's not at all what I was talking about. I'm talking about how fucking poorly this headline is worded. And even my daughter, who, you know, is sitting there next to me, I, you know, I I typed this out and I thought, oh, this is funny, you know, just because this fucking headline is so clumsily worded. And then this woman started fucking just railing on me for, for making light of anything that happened to include the word rape. And... Then my daughter started commenting back and forth with this woman, too, and she's like, no, I can assure you that, you know, there is no way in hell my dad is anything other than, you know, very woman-affirming and feminist and and whatever. And this lady, like, lost her shit and then blocked me on Facebook over something as stupid as me commenting on how clumsily worded this fucking headline was. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, that's fucking bullshit, right? That's just... Well, that's the same thing that happened to Sam Harris, right? When he was talking to that woman after he did the talk, who was clearly trying her best to be offended by anything he said. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what bothers me. Like I said, it's it's not being charitable to the other people, and it, it's it's looking to be offended. It's finding offense in anything and everything somebody says that you may not fully agree with and then demonizing them for it rather than having a dialogue with them and actually listening to what they have to say about it. But is that feminism? Uh, Well, it's not necessarily feminism, but it has a lot to do with feminism in any movement really, or as a whole. But when you say dialogue, you're talking about Speaking to someone in person. And I think that's where a lot gets lost nowadays is we're having conversations online and we're not hearing voice inflection. We, we don't get those undertones that, yeah, that allow hearing, us to yeah. really make sense Interpret. of what the conversation is about. And so we misconstrue everything. So you're not can, hearing the tone, you know, how can men facial be, expressions and gestures? How can men be best supportive to the movement then? Since we, I mean, there's obviously a lot that we don't understand. I mean, without w- growing up as males, there's a whole shit ton of stuff we don't get that doesn't happen that, you know, we don't understand. I think it has a lot to do with cognitive um, bias, but that happens on both sides. Mm-hmm. So the reason it's called feminism is because 
females were the ones that were oppressed, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not feminism. Are, in, I would say. Yes, they are. Um, feminism. So feminism is called that because of that. That's why it's not called humanism because it wasn't all humans that sure. that were and are oppressed. It it has traditionally been women that have been oppressed. And I think a lot of people, I don't know, I've heard people say that in first world countries that feminism is just not needed. So just call it humanism. Well, if we live in a humanistic society, well, we wouldn't need, feminism. we won't need feminism, but I don't know. It, it, it's, this is where we get down to arguing about semantics, right? Like, what does this word actually mean? I don't, and we I don't get, no, I we think get it's still deeper than that because even, even from my standpoint, um, a white man, right. That doesn't in, in the United States, it doesn't get any more privileged than that. I still see a disparity there. Like I, I understand what you're saying that certainly first world women have it better than third world women. Um, but first world men have it better than third world men too. So you know, I mean, it, it, they they go up equally, but that doesn't mean that men and women are equal in all those societies. I mean, but so I still think there's a difference between men and women across the board. So I think the problem in in the atheist movement in regards to feminism is that people are listening to the loudmouths, right? They're listening to the people that are out there and most vocal even if they're being assholes, well, the same thing happens when it comes to feminism, right? People are listening to the women out there that are being assholes. They're listening to the militants, the third waivers, the TERFs, the the people that are being divisive, and they're not paying attention to the core. So maybe that's a good thing then, actually. Maybe it's a good thing that they are the ones that have the voice that they're being paid attention to, because I know for our movement, that's kind of the voice we are. I, Except that a lot of, I know of Dan's personally upset by that stuff, but I'm not, I'm not taking his personal opinion into, into account here. I'm yeah. just, you know, there are several voices, leaders, whatever you want to call them in the atheist movement who are seen as misogynists. Sam Harris has made some sexist comments. Actually, yes. Sam Harris's comments have been taken out of, well, not necessarily even taken out of context, <laughs> but not being there, not hearing the tone, you're not understanding it. Now, I mean, I've I've read both sides, right? I've read Sam Harris's anti-woman, and he said all this shit, and then I've read his response and his explanation for it. Um, I haven't... Men, I, are, men are better geared to be atheists is basically his jest, right? No. No. What was no. his jest? That see, and that, and that's the problem is that a lot of people. It's not to get Dan on his soapbox again. That's <laughs> been half the show. Well, <laughs> just the yeah. very nature of men makes them. But and that was and that was completely taken out of context and was printed that way in order to demonize him. Was that a Salon article? Something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the and, one I read. And yeah, and Salon. I I, I it wasn't just on, Salon. There was a BuzzFeed article too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and the BuzzFeed article was much better than the Salon article in my opinion, but um you know when you when you look at the totality of Sam's comments uh, throughout that conversation, it's clear that he wasn't saying that men are better atheists or better suited to be atheists. It's he he argued that 
you know, a lot of, a lot of atheism is very confrontational, right? And for one reason or another, whether it's biology, uh, whether Some it's, men are better suited no. <laughs> because they're more confrontational to be atheists. They're not better suited. It's that, it's that it happens that men are more confrontational a lot of the time than women are, right? Would, would you disagree with that? Not in my case, but yeah, in general, yeah. You would and, say that women and, are and, just I think, as I confrontational? Think I would too. I'm incredibly and, confrontational, and but that that's, was, that that's was, an anomaly, I'm sure. That was Sam Harris's point, is that if you're looking at the aggregate, then men tend to be more confrontational than women. It's not saying that women can't be confrontational. Mm. It's just that they have a tendency to be that way. And so, so to... To totally try to say that that we're not the way we are because of our sex, I think kind of goes against bi- biology, right? It, yeah, well, it goes against the things that we know. Well, and, and part of his point, too, was that, you know, he, he understands... He's talking about testosterone being the driving force, which, not just which testosterone. is more aggressive. Well, I mean, it's the he, way you're socialized, Well, well it, It's well, a combination. There is, there is nature yeah. and nurture, yeah, His point is, there's not one thing. Right. There are a bunch of factors that play into it, and you have to consider everything. Yeah, I mean, well, and, and he talked about, you know, it's not just testosterone. Testosterone plays into it, but you also look at the aggregate of, you know, men typically are taller than women. They're, they usually weigh more than women. You know, they're, they're, they, they have an advantage physically over women in height and weight, and that as a man... You know, men men rarely walk around, if ever, with a fear of being raped. Right? That's not a, that's not a conscious thought that we have in our mind. That it's not something we're ever really concerned about, or 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 think about, or worry about. I don't I don't walk from a building late at night in the dark out to my car with the fear that a stranger will approach me and possibly rape me. Right? But this is something that is a real concern for a lot of women because they are. You know, statistically speaking, smaller than men and, and are more vulnerable just speaking to the pure physicality of the difference between the sexes. And so it's, a, it, and so it is a worry for women, right? And in the U.S., women don't worry about it or it's, it doesn't happen as often as in, as in third world countries, but it is still something that is in, if not in the forefront of your mind, it's in the back of your mind for a lot of women. And, so he wasn't speaking to the to the fact that you know. Uh, now I've lost my train of thought. But well, this was- is kind of where cognitive bias comes into play because men men have this cognitive bias being men and and dealing with the things that they deal with every day, right? Just like women have different biases based upon what they deal with every day. It's like, I, you know, I can tell you, yeah, it, is it scary for me to walk down a street at night by myself? Probably a lot more scarier than it is for you. But for men, they there are the these other little issues for them that are huge too, right? Yeah, well, well and that's I'm it too. I mean, the, I'm I, losing the point though. Well, well so so for me personally, I know, and I know this is, this is anecdotal and, and not necessarily representative of, of anything in general, but I know that when I am around, like people generally don't hassle me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a larger guy. I'm, I'm just barely over six feet tall and, and weigh more than 250 pounds. 
people don't fucking hassle me, right? I I can walk around generally and nobody fucks with me because they disagree with me or they don't like what I'm doing or listening to or speaking about or whatever. I can get away with a whole lot of shit just because of my pure physical size, right? People are afraid that if they challenge me or or try to exert their their physical pressure over me to do to do one thing or another that I'll just tell them to fuck off and go away, right? But but a a a 130 pound woman oftentimes gets harassed where I would not be. And I know that there have been quite a few cases where you know either my ex-wife or or girlfriend or whomever had had problems with with some random fucking stranger that have never been the case when I've ever been around like you know my my ex-wife yeah you you you've you've sold me man they shouldn't vote <laughs> <laughs> I mean I understand what you're saying is that there is a you know men are bigger men are stronger but I, don't, I still don't understand why that makes men no, no, I, I, better I, atheists. I, no, it doesn't. He's not no, saying that, it that's does. That's not what then I'm what saying is it at all. You're saying. I'm, say, I'm playing devil's advocate. No, here. I, I know understand. you are, but yeah. but what I think the thing that the thing that's getting me about this whole thing is we're we're diving into all this tedium, this tiny little. Oh, here's the difference. Here's the chemical, the biological, the physical. Who fucking cares, right? Like, it's is it worth seven cents on the dollar? Per hour? I mean, what? No, like we. I mean, we could go into all of this stuff, but who really? Who gives a shit? Like everybody should be paid the same for the same work, right? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, and that's feminism, right? As it was explained earlier. Mm, so it's part of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so of course, it's it's a small part of it. But but what I'm saying is, all of this other stuff, I don't give a shit about. I don't care about any of that stuff. You know. Yes, I could kick Danielle's ass. You don't care that women are afraid to be raped? Well, I was I was I was <laughs> I was going to jump on your thing real quick, man. But it doesn't ultim- but yes, but it doesn't matter that that that, that, that that's the case. <gasps> Matthew. No, 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 about what I said. God damn it, Dan, fuck you. So what you're saying is it doesn't matter that women are afraid to be raped. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that's not what That but that's, like I just I have such fucking ang- the the sad thing about this all is that I have such fucking anxiety about ever talking about this and that shouldn't be the case right i mean we should feel comfortable in expressing opinions and being able to have a dialogue and converse with each other and it's become so fucking toxic that people are afraid to even talk about it just like you're okay to come out and say you're an atheist and to be public about that Mm -hmm. you should be able to talk about these other yeah from, from my point of view you you're very rigid on these little tiny Sort of minutia, yeah. Well, the stuff that doesn't really even matter, like you know, like you think I'm rigid on things. What am I rigid? Well, on? I'm, I'm just saying, like I'm, I'm just saying, you're diving into all this tiny little stuff that really, I well, mean, may ultimately be a part of feminism, but but it, well, it's I stuff mean, that I don't want to dive into, and I, I think I know is you don't, stupid. But I'm, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. but but. On the big, on the big, in the big picture, if you tell someone you're a feminist, you're never going to get into that conversation you just had right here, ever. No, I I I mean, maybe, maybe on the atheist of Utah or something like that. But I mean, just to say, like publicly to somebody, like for example, right Mm -hmm. at at Danielle's parents' house, who the the tea party, you know, all the the hyper religious fundamentals, you know, um, I, I think I've said this on the show before, but 
her brother's girlfriend was feeling weird about saying she was a feminist and everyone was kind of like, well, oh, she doesn't dare to say that. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm a feminist, you know, to help her feel comfortable with that. Right. And she kind of smiled or whatever. And nobody asked questions. I mean, there was comments made like, well, women aren't men and all that kind of shit, you know, but ultimately who gives a fuck? Like that's as deep as it's really going to go most times. I mean, ultimately you can just say, yes, I think that women should be paid the same as men for the same job. You're not going to have to go into all this tiny little stuff. Well, I I think maybe you're misunderstanding my argument here. I'm, I'm not arguing that, that I have to do that type of thing. I'm saying that, you know, for a while I did identify as feminist and I stopped identifying as feminist when I did get attacked with these fucking minutia, semantic fucking bullshit things that look, if you're going to question me on something so fucking silly and ridiculous, I'm out. I'm just fucking done. Well, just, okay. This is part of the reason that I brought it up because part of the, the problem with feminism and atheism is the minutia, right? Well, but, but I it, mean, it's the, but then the, the result, the, 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 the resolution will be the same then, right? You could just turn to that person who's being petty and say, what is your definition of said thing? What is your definition of feminism then? Do I qualify? Whatever. And then yeah, make I tried them that. fucking explain it. I tried that. And the result was that I got blocked. Can I jump on Dan's earlier train of thought I got, with the I got rape blocked, issue? And then this person went on their wall and talked all kinds of shit. Nobody, about nobody is okay with rape on this show. No, nobody is okay <laughs> with rape. But I want to jump on that issue. But wait, uh, wait, wait! I if, might be. Just redefine feminism for me. <laughs> if, if if you got a a smaller woman and someone decides to take advantage of her, I call that a target of opportunity. Now, if you weren't your size, mm-hmm. it's say you were a smaller guy. Yeah. And some guy saw you walking on the street and said, I'm going to jump that guy and fucking steal what he has. Mm-hmm. Now you're that same target of opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not just women who have to worry about violent acts being committed against them, against from other people. Right. If you are look smaller or you are different in stature, if someone feels they are bigger than you, can overpower you, mm-hmm. you now become a target of opportunity for that person. They spot you. If they want to do something violent to you and they think, I got that guy. Right. Well, I can and take advantage of this situation right, right And now. that's when I said that in the aggregate, men are larger yeah than women right that's that's kind of flipping and going and there yeah. still are smaller men who still have to worry about walking like if you were a smaller guy walking on the streets of new york thinking fuck i hope those bunch yeah. of big guys up there aren't gonna want to fucking rob me right now but, well and but, they may be attacked of, kill me and they may me. be afraid of being robbed but they yeah. wouldn't necessarily be afraid of being raped being raped yeah. no not as much but i mean there's still that that thing if it's if if, if i was uh, Ronda Rousey, and I was walking down the streets in New York, I would have no problem if I was that woman walking sure. the streets. I could beat the shit out of any fucking one that wanted to rape me. Sure, but... but if the, everyone knew who that was. What is true. anything to do with anything? Yeah, the, yeah. Po- the, po- it, I mean, the point still is, I mean, we again, we could go into all of this little stuff, but, but the point is, does any of this mean that we shouldn't pay women the same as men for the same job or that we should, should not look down on them or that we shouldn't change religious texts or that we, we shouldn't, you know, I mean, any of that no. stuff, none of that stuff is affected by any of the topics we're right. talking about. Exactly. I, I think what Dan's going doesn't. along is the rape culture of sure. And what, the rape culture of men in prison. What you're is, saying is absolutely yeah. right, Matt, but there are lots of people out there that don't believe that because they're listening to this vocal minority. Well, they're well, listening agree, to these women that are out there talking about cutting penises I guess, off. I guess I guess what I'm saying then is like, see, I, I hear some of that 
And to me, that's like the Westboro Baptist Church, right? I don't assume that that's every Christian, or that anyone's uh, that's taking all the them seriously, right? Or that, or that's that, yeah, right? That's a that's a fringe minority that's really loud and vocal, whatever. But I don't give a shit if they're going to not call me a feminist because I think women should get paid this. I think everybody should get paid the same for the same goddamn job. I don't, you know. And all this other stuff. And I don't give a shit what their opinion is. And I, and I don't give a shit about all this rape culture and this men are bigger and stronger. And all. I don't care about all that. So am I a feminist or not? I mean, do, do, do I get to call myself that? I'm not going to bow out of it. I'm sorry to call you out. But I mean, just Absolutely. because somebody blocks me or something like that, I, I, I just I think there's I think it's a way more simple than we're well, making. No, and and I said that, that through my conversation with Russell, he, he changed right, my mind. Right, right. And him, he's you know, and he is a good feminist. Yeah. As far as I can tell. Yeah. Well, I would I, say so. I was really surprised by how toxic the whole conversation is, especially on the American Atheist page, because. You mean Atheist of Utah? Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Atheist of Utah. Because who's better suited to be a militant atheist than a woman who has, you know, lived through life in any kind of religion? I mean, I'm sorry, but men don't get sure. it as bad as women do yeah. in the re- being religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So I don't understand why women aren't taken seriously. And I... F- distinctly feel like if you're a white loudmouth man who has a <laughs> who has a book deal then you're some kind of hero in the atheist movement and a woman is you know called a feminist called a bitch whatever and you you just don't have the same weight that was Richard one Hawkins. of my points that i made earlier in one of the posts that i made in the group was that it there's a power issue that's happening there there are women that are in power in the atheist movement, for whatever reason, they're leading up an organization who are undermined by people who are members of that organization. And why is that? Why is that, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me tell I mean, you. I think that I think that is a point that I was actually trying to get to, but that's much much better articulated than I was saying. You know, um, I, I, a lot of the times I see that they're undermined by people who call themselves quote unquote feminists and think that the people who are, you know, that, that these other women who are leading these organizations aren't feministing right, or they're not atheists. That's so right, true. You get it from both sides. Yeah, the feminists can be honestly worse than any sexist man on the planet. Cause you're not, I mean, just because you're not doing things or saying things the way they think you should, that's no better than a man telling you right. X, well, Y, and Z, and you're not being feminine enough. Yeah, and it's and it's that they project these these expectations on people that you know you said this incorrectly or you used the word the wrong word here, and it and it does come down to semantics a lot of the time, and 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 these women leaders do get attacked from feminists I, who say that sure. you know you're being a bad woman. You're, you want to stay home re- and take care of your kids? That's not what a feminist does. I you still, know what a feminist yeah. does? Whatever she fucking wants to. I still disagree that it comes down to semantics because at any point, an individual can... I didn't say it always comes down to semantics. In a lot of these cases, it does. But we do live in a world where every word you say can be taken apart. They'll take... Fair enough. You know, they'll spend hours picking apart a fucking paragraph for somebody. And let them. Let them. Let them waste their fucking time. What I'm saying is ultimately (laughs) what happens... What what, You have the decision to say, all right, I'm going to take that seriously or I'm not. Right. If they want to sit there and pick that shit apart, fine. Fucking fuck them. Who cares? I'm still going to do what I want to do to make yeah. sure that women and men are equal and that blacks and whites are equal and that gays and straights are equal. Who cares? Who cares if they don't think you say it right? 
but that's, that's what like I'm we're saying. talking about earlier with the shit. H generation that they lead that they read that headline and they get their opinions based on that headline and that headline is Fine. that one little pit they nitpicked out of it. They're Fine. fucking. Let them be in a, uninformed. But Let them be stupid. That's Who the problem. Is well, an uninformed society. They are uninformed. But I think my my bigger point is that the, a lot of this, and it's not just feminism. There there are a lot of little ideologies that play into it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with power and fear. Yeah, it does. Well, and the other thing too is that you know perception is reality, right? Would you disagree with that? Well, I, 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 there's no way to detect the difference. So sure, because because this isn't yeah. an us, us I, issue. Agree, yeah. It's yeah. I no, mean, no, no. Yeah, of course it's bigger than this. Yeah, of course. And and so when you have when you have people who who have a who have a perception of you, whether it's correct or not, and then other people take that and run with it and they're looking to shit hammer all over you to make a name for themselves or to get more hits on their blog or or for whatever reason then that becomes reality whether it fucking really is or not and that's that's a huge concern and it becomes really divisive and it's and it's made this top it's made this topic so toxic to talk about that's where you get the people taking those one phrase taken out of context to basically slander you exactly. okay so and so you can say that you don't care, and sure, maybe you don't care, but they're still out there smearing your name to somebody else and having a whole lot of people buy into it because they're not take because all of these other people aren't taking the time to actually look at what is happening. Whether that's right or wrong, they're not actually doing that. And so the perception that you're an asshole or you're a misogynist or you've said this horrible fucking thing that sure. really wasn't in context what you meant at all. That perception becomes reality. And so then you have to spend so much more of your time defending yourself against something that is, you know, fucking semantic bullshit. So fair enough. I accept. So the problem is they're looking at the world through a pinhole, not a wide angle lens. Right. Right. So how does somebody who who has the wide angle lens take those pinhole criticisms and still get the movement to move forward despite all, because that's going to happen. It's no hard. What you're doing. Yeah. It, it's really hard. Well, you got you, you to make people realize they can't just look at that one thing. Like, okay, I read that. No, okay. Yeah, well, I, I understand let, that. Let me, let me, let me find where that source came from. Let me find the original article where it was said. I, I, okay. I, well, wait, I he's kind of been different think, to what that says. I don't think yeah. you have to, and I think that was part of the, that was part of the, my discussion that. with Russell that, that swayed me was, you know, you can, you can either just walk away from that or you can, or you can take steps to address that kind of thing. Right. And if you do just walk away from it, then you leave them free to say whatever the fuck they want. And you're not addressing it and, and you're just letting it go and then it runs amok and things get worse versus taking the time to address it and try to, try to, you know, push back against all of the bullshit. But there's gotta be a line there too. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you don't want to have to devote case, your entire life to that no, kind of thing, but the, which you would have to, I mean, but yeah. in any case, I'm just, I'm just curious, like, you know, so that's our point of view, right? Which. <laughs> I'll tell you, it means more ever, but, but I'm just saying like, so given all of this groundwork, what would be the most important thing for privileged white men who claim to be feminists? What, what could we do to help the movement move forward without having to go back and talk to every idiot and say, here's why you're wrong on the word. And you don't have to talk to every idiot. You just have to talk to the people who are bringing it up and the, and, and, Self-identify. I like self, that. Self-identifying yeah. is good, but also being supportive, maybe in a way that isn't obvious. 
Like you don't, you, I can't do, I can't, you do don't. <laughs> what, and what I mean by that is if I say something and someone says it's wrong, it doesn't mean that I need you in particular to come to my defense. Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. And I, I kind of have a, a specific incident that happened recently that's and I don't a power struggle issue. Well, that's yeah. why I'm saying that a lot of this has to do with power oh, and fear. Gotcha. Okay. So a specific, well, not too specific thing that happened recently, but, um, I'm obviously a woman in power in the movement, right? Sure. You're the prez. I know, right? (laughs) So, so I speak in the atheists of Utah group, even though it's not officially associated with our nonprofit, I do speak in the group because I'm the one that's in power and I'm the only one that actually speaks in the group. Mm. So recently I've had to respond to specific criticisms in the group. And instead of waiting to, to hear an answer after I've checked in with the rest of the board members, because I'm not going to speak without checking with them for obvious reasons. You mean you don't wield this awesome power of authority like you are the one? It's the femme hammer. You are not the chosen one. I I suppose I could if I wanted to, (laughs) (laughs) but I choose not to, right? Because the organization's important to me. I mean, people expect that you will give them an answer like right right fucking now. Like, it's Um, not just me making the decisions, right? You've got to talk to other people. But in in the most recent thing, instead of waiting for the board to be able to confer, because, you know, we have jobs and things that we have to do during the day, we can't respond to everyone immediately. um, They started uh, saying that they were going to wait for an answer from Dan. Oh. Yeah. Which bothered me <laughs> Which, so much. So I mean, I, I appreciate is it because, the sentiment of, is, yeah. is it because he's a man? Because Dan's not president anymore. Right. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. So do you defer, I, Dan? I don't have... I don't do defer? Ha- do I defer? To Amanda. What you, when those <laughs> situations arise, do you defer to her? Yes. I'm not on the board. I don't make the decisions. That's just it. It's like people have this expectation that that I need to check in with Dan and find out what Dan says. Mm-hmm. I don't have to check in with Dan. Mm-hmm. I have to check in with my other board members. Sure. Yeah. And just because I'm saying it doesn't mean that it's my personal decision. And I've had to reiterate that over and over again. It's like, this is the board's decision. You're hearing it from me. Because I'm the one voicing yeah, our you're, opinion you're in this group, the board. Yeah. but they still want to undermine that, and they view it as Amanda made this decision exactly. Yeah. So, would it be fair then for me to say that this is analogous to the atheist movement that's going to require a whole bunch of different types of strategies? That you can have the steamroller type at the front end, like the Marine Corps, that are just like you know, fucking, you're going to say a woman's the same as a man. And I can say, fuck you. You're a dumbass. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> and then some other army or air force softer types can come in and, <laughs> what the and, fuck? and smooth, smooth it over or, or, or is, you know, or is, it a, is it an entirely different strategy? <laughs> Un- unfortunately, I think it's a, it, 
sometimes comes down to individual people. Well, it's the same with the atheist movement too, but I don't care. Like, I, I'm, I'm just not going to be a Disney atheist and I, I, I have a hard time. What I'm trying to do is justify my own position, in feminine, which is, which is fuck you, you get know, out of the way. Sometimes the, the biggest problem is that the minority is more vocal than the majority. Not for long though. I hope not. I hope not. Well, I, yeah. And well, and I think, and I think we've seen a definite move away from the, the more, for there, lack of a better word, strident, there, uh, feminists who are out who are out there who are doing this nitpicking, but that's right? I mean, already viewed as the fringe. Well, now it is, sure. Yeah, not by everyone, so, unfortunately. No, no, but but not that long ago, that was all feminists, right? Yeah. So, and and well, uh, but that's just it. Is that I mean, it's taken a long time for me to feel at all fucking comfortable talking about this, especially. As an official representative for Atheists of Utah, when I was on the board, it was something that I just, I fucking didn't talk about at all because I knew it was so divisive and so toxic that I didn't want to alienate any members on either side. And so it was something that I didn't talk about. Right. And, and I'm happy. I'm fucking delighted to see that it is seen as much more of a fringe thing now, but it certainly wasn't, you know, two or even three years ago or three or even two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it's, it's becoming more and more fringe, so it's more and more easy to talk about it and to point out that it is, you know, the, a lot of the things that are being discussed and said and, and, and a lot of the blog posts and shit are fringe, but it certainly wasn't that way for quite a while. Sure, sure, sure. So why wouldn't you approach and defend feminism the way you approach and defend atheism? Well, you can now. Are you asking me? Anybody. I mean, oh, if you yeah, want to no, know how you my, should approach that's it, my then question. I yeah. think you should approach it. That ties in your personality. Yeah, and, that's exactly what and, I was asking. Yeah. So I think if you're going to post something controversial about atheism, you would respond the same way if you posted something controversial about feminism. I think I'd. So I mean, here's, if you can defend your atheism, well, you can defend your feminism. I agree. Here's yeah. here's a question for Dan. Did <laughs> Did you feel like you had to distinguish between what you were saying as your personal opinion, as opposed to what the board of the group. You mean, you mean what I had to distinguish? Did I have to, Jesus, did I have to distinguish between what I personally believed and what I had to say as a representative of the board of atheists of Utah? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I, I felt that if I said anything on either side of the feminist debate, I would alienate a certain percentage of our members either way but not just the feminist debate like no, anything, anything in general anything i mean it, it's it's a very political thing right i yeah. mean you have to you you have to fucking navigate some pretty murky waters a lot of the time right you can't i i would love to be able to just say fuck you this is me and this right, is what right, i right. think and the rest of you can fuck off but yeah. i don't want to lose membership over a small thing and okay. unfortunately so many people are fucking petty and they you know if they disagree with you on one tiny little thing they're out so we're actually talking cross purposes and that answers my earlier question then so you have to play the political angle which is understandable but for me and people that might be a little bit I, I, sociopathic, I guess, <laughs> who just really plainly don't care. I wouldn't say all. that's sociopathic. I, but but I'm just saying there yeah. there's a place for that too. Sure. Right. So w- without being in a position of power or leadership where I have to, 
you know, be politically correct or play, you know, try to play that line. I can just freely say, you know, yes, women are the same as men for all intents and purposes. Fuck you. Get out of the way. And that's and there's a useful part of part in feminism for that role. Absolutely. And I I don't think you would. I don't think you would really find much argument on either side for something as as innocuous as that. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's. That's, that's pretty tame. That's pretty tame compared to a lot of the, like I said, semantic nitpicky bullshit that, go, right. that, which, that was going on for so long. Which is just not my game. Yeah. I, I, I don't care. You know, if you want to argue about the way I said and or whatever, fine. Go ahead. Have yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, and, but that's just it too is that, you know, I, I was representing atheists right. of you. And that's the big difference. And, yeah. And so, you know, if people would come to me and ask me, Personally and privately, what do you think about this? Mm. I'd tell them. Right, ah, right, right. Fucking pisses me right, off. Right. I fucking hate this. I hate that. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking. We've never seen that on the show, which is weird. There, yeah, there's a difference between talking to someone face to face about that and and unfortunately what happens online. Yeah, 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 of course. Which I wouldn't know anything about. So yeah, and and especially when <laughs> and especially when you are serving as representative for a group. Yeah. You know, you can't always make it clear that you're differentiating your personal opinions versus what you may be saying as as an official representative of a certain group, right? You can even say that. You can say, yeah. this is my personal opinion aside from what the board thinks. And well, yeah, yeah. And then matter, people yeah. will still go, well, you are on that board and mm-hmm. I disagree with you. So fuck that board. Some fuckhead yeah. will right. run with it. Right. Right. <laughs> well, okay. this, this is, this is the time of the evening when I usually have to step in. No. <laughs> we we got to get our final thoughts out there. I am disappointed in myself that I didn't bring us to this conversation earlier so that we could discuss it longer. And like I said, it's because I have tiptoed around it for so fucking long. Well, well, maybe we can come back to it sometime if you want. Only if you cut your penises off. That's the only way I'm coming back. I'll come back anytime. I better have a good weekend in Vegas then. (laughs) (laughs) And we didn't get to the World Congress of Families, damn it. Uh, We didn't get to that. We didn't get to Duggar. We didn't get to... There was all kinds of stuff. I'm kind of glad we didn't get to Duggar. (laughs) I had a whole thing ready. I typed out a full page of things I was going to say and... Keep it. Let's talk about it next week. Yeah. He'll still be a fuck up then. Yeah. (sighs) Wow. That's harsh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I won't be here... Is it next week? When is it? I don't know. You tell me. It's coming up. Next week is the first week of June. That's the week after that I'm gone. Okay. So you'll be here next week. The next week is your... Yes. No, that's Tuesday. Tuesday, I will be at Piper Down from 6 to 9, helping to raise money for uh, Restore Our Humanity. So please come on out to Piper Down in Salt Lake City for that. Uh, As we said, the Pride... Festival is happening not June, this weekend, but next. June 5th to the 7th. Yes. So be sure you head on out there and support our friends in the LGBT community. Um, what else have we got going Visit, on? Visit uh, both Atheists of Utah, Restore Our Humanity, and all families at the Pride Festival. Absolutely. We'll all be there. Ryan will be walking around with a camera recording things. Well, I'll be sitting most of the time doing some interviews, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we will definitely have both of you back sometime, possibly at different times. You, Sarah, to talk more about Restore Our Humanity and the World Congress of Families coming here in October. I'd like to have you back before that happens, definitely. Okay. 
And you, Amanda, to talk more about Atheists of Utah and all the fine things that you guys are doing all of the time. Probably have you back after the the summer members meeting and election <gasps> to talk about <laughs> new board members. Then we have to have Sarah, too, because I'm pretty sure... Both well, Sarah and I are not... going to be new board members. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can I hit one news item while they're here? I want Sarah and Amanda to, to weigh in on this one. Yeah. It's quick. I'll make it fast. Okay. okay. All right. <clears throat> in... Other kid dies and sees American Jesus news. (laughs) Zach Clements, a 17-year-old Texas teen, was declared clinically dead for 20 minutes. Clements claims he saw Jesus and spoke to the Son of God, who had beaming blue eyes, a thick, soft beard, and long hair. It's always a white Jesus. White Jesus? Always. For 20 minutes on Tuesday, May 5th, the day he turned 17, Zach Clements was clinically dead. Today, he's alive with no apparent lasting effects from his ordeal. But that's not even the most amazing part of his story. When he regained consciousness three days later, which is kind of interesting, (laughs) at Children's Medical Center in Fort Worth, Texas, no surprise, Zach told his parents that he saw Jesus surrounded by angels. Couldn't possibly be what he remembered from a three-day dream or anything. I realized it was Jesus, said Zach, whose heart failed during football practice. Quote, he put his hand on my shoulder and told me that everything was going to be all right. It made me feel like someone was watching over me and I was going to get through it. That was the coach. (laughs) Since it happened, I feel like I'm a stronger person. Well, this just goes to show what happens when you actually give 110% while at football practice. Mm -hmm. I noticed that the story leaves out the bit that this kid actually attended a Christian high school. No, it doesn't. It's not over. Oh, okay. The Brownwood team was rushed to the hospital after collapsing during high school high school endurance sprint high school football endurance sprints. Zach's principal Gary Bay, the paramedics worked to revive him. Doctors and Zach's doctors said Zach's heart allowed a, a sorry showed a rhythm problem, some inflammation, and slightly abnormal coronary artery. Uh, Texas football and Aryan deities. Let's get more American <laughs> Aryan deities. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aryan Mel deities. Well, yeah, of course. Well, that's implied. It's an incredible coincidence. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, it is. Um, the situation was one of the gravest I'd seen," said Bay, principal of the Christian high school where Zach attends. No priming, social pressure here. A pure control case. If everyone hadn't worked on him so quickly and efficiently as they did, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he would have made it. What about Fabio God? Wouldn't, like well, Fabio could, could, couldn't that have helped him make it? <coughs> Sweet. <coughs> God just shoved his hand down Dan's throat so he couldn't do the talking. I was I was going to say, <laughs> I like Fabio God, but I can't always understand what he's saying. Right. Well, no, but it's just weird that he's got so much faith on the one hand that he's going to see this beautiful blue eyed, long haired Jesus in a dream, but he doesn't have enough faith to think that this same God is going to keep him from having the problem in the first place. Why the medical intervention was right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yes. And why is it that every Christian who has a near death experience sees Jesus and every Muslim who has a near death experience sees Mm -hmm. Allah Mm -hmm. or, uh, Allah, <laughs> Muhammad, Allah or Muhammad, <laughs> and every crackhead sees Satan. 
<laughs> Every atheist sees Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, you never you yeah. never hear of a Muslim having a near-death experience and visiting Jesus. Yeah, that because that would be interesting. <laughs> right. Or Zeus yeah. or Krishna or fucking anybody else. Yeah. So since Zach's story went viral, his family's been inundated with interview requests and commentators and so forth. Tell us how full of shit you are, Zach. Yeah. His parents said, we've had people saying he's lying or that we gave him a pill before school so that he would end. Uh, so it'll look like he's gone into cardiac arrest uh, for him to wake up and tell, tell us something he experienced like that. It's just... You can't explain it. It's not humanly possible to explain it. So I said, yes, dreams, hallucinations, lies, social pressure, parental parental acceptance, <laughs> a life primed by religious iconography, greed, fame, misinterpretation. Your turn. Brain chemistry. <laughs> sure. Any of that. Uh, the answer basically is I want to believe it, and I'm too dumb to think of anything else. I don't understand it, therefore God. Right. Yeah. Yep, exactly. He said that he saw a line of angels in the... Uh, and in the middle was the prettiest one of all, Jesus. <laughs> did he say that or are you making that gay. up? That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. So gay. He said pretty Jesus. <laughs> pretty. Which which might be the most Christian thing I've ever heard. Jesus, Jesus. you sure got a pretty mouth. <laughs> He's all, Jesus. Not He's sure pretty he with his pearly whites. <laughs> He's got that, that white cloak all on over him. He was just so good looking. <laughs> the long silky hair. Doesn't even have to close his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, check my rectal tone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's my Perfect. Erasure tribute band. Doctor <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, Roten said, "No one should judge what a patient claims they saw." "Quote as a as a society, we don't like to look at what's going what's going to happen to us after after we die. It's an uncomfortable thing. But somebody who is not clinically dead or has been in the state cannot say what Zach or did or did not see. He's somebody who, for 20 minutes, did not have a heartbeat. It's called a hallucination. Yeah, I mean, but obviously he must have had brain activity, and that's where dreams happen. So, And where NDEs happen. Uh, quote, his this is his mother speaking now. Quote, I'm just glad Jesus decided to let me have my baby back. Baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. No. Uh, I, yeah, I, but Jesus is also the one who killed him yeah. for 20 minutes. I'd seen a study where there's a direct correlation with near-death near experiences and they actually tested it on heart attack patients. Everyone who said they claimed to have seen visions all had extreme levels of CO in their in their head. Oh, and, their and brain. all kinds of other chemicals, sure. And well, religiosity. Was, well, not all of them had, yeah. like, they just would see things. They would have visions, not, not necessarily... Oh. Religious what? visions, but if they didn't have those really high CO2 and share CO in their brain, uh -huh. they didn't see anything. They didn't have that hallucination effect. Uh. Uh, a cousin of Zach's has set up a, a you-caring page to help the family raise $20,000 toward medical bills. As of today, they're halfway to their goal, which made me think, why don't you fucking pray for it? Why don't you get a job that has goddamn insurance? <laughs> well, they probably hate Obama, too. Yeah. Fuck well, it. But, but seriously, it's God. Pray for it. You pray oh, for shit. everything else. He can do anything. What's $20,000? Why do we have to pay for that? He can. I'm not mountains. donating. I'm just saying. Like, he's asking other people. Ugh. Anyway, he posted a scripture and so on and so forth. Um, Billy and Teresa... 
the parents of this kid aren't asking for poor don't even means. don't even just pray for money pray that you don't even need the money because somebody will just wave all of that away right why sure why yeah, would you exactly. why would you pray for a remedy don't don't pray for a remedy pray for the fucking cure just make right. it all go away right or that satan was never created and we were all born into heaven yeah would be the easiest solution or that your anyway. medical bill is comes out to zero yeah so that story's over kids yeah. full of bullshit and that wasn't even my best story of the night. We'll, we'll get save to the Duggar we'll for next we'll week. I'm excited. Are you? Yes, we'll do but, it. But it, but it really but is. I, but what if I wanted to hear Amanda and Sarah's opinion? Well, it, we, we've already gone. They'll have to send That's us okay. an email All at right. godlessrevolution Fine. at gmail dot com. <laughs> yes, the opinion is it's an NDE. <laughs> or yes. they can make a comment at Facebook dot com slash Godless Revolution. Yeah, send me your hate mail, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> send down all no, your seriously. feminist hate mail. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I heard another I heard I was listening this week to another piddly little podcast out of Idaho that I won't mention, but that's probably enough. Boring. Like yeah. I, I'll listen to it more because the guys Yeah, but they could not sound less interested in their guests and they were reading listener mail. Uh-huh. So send us stuff. Maybe I'm not objectionable enough. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to, to, be, to be continued. Continued. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, Amanda and Sarah. <laughs> you said something that reminded me of it, and I wasn't going to say it in the middle of it. <laughs> it wasn't that. You said something tonight that reminded me of it. All right, I was going to say it, but you were in the middle of something serious, so I wasn't going to do it. Are you muting? You fucker. Yeah. <laughs>